0: These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Alright, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it
0: counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Hey, folks. Welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio. I'm James Boyd. here in the average lot. Of what's going on, man?
1: Not much, man. Just uh, here for another great episode of O and R, um, and just finished uh, pressing up the the shirts, which will not be spoken of yet. <laughs> uh, gonna try to get that over to James. Uh, got got it here. I- I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I should. I should debut it next week on the stream and, and build it up. Yeah, uh, be- yeah. Before we you know just unveil. Uh, yeah. But I'm hoping the word travels when you show up to the show. <laughs> and um uh, you know so was you man not
0: too much not too much um just ready for the show man like uh stardom put up uh the second night of the grand prix but it was just three matches so it ain't worth talking about it we'll talk about that all st- stuff next week but um yeah we we haven't i guess uh you know a kind of like last second summer slam preview to do because i just realized that it was you know, this Saturday as opposed to Saturday after next. And Look uh, at that. yeah. And uh yeah, like Collision, Dynamite, and um I, I I think that uh I think it's gonna be a good show. I think it's gonna be a good show. So yeah. um where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the WWE preview and then sure. get to the shits?
1: Sure. We okay we, we can we can warm up, uh, ease into it, you know. Um uh, so WWE SummerSlam 2023, Detroit, Ford Field. Um, they should probably get the Detroit Pistons announcer guy, uh, to, to come through. Is he still as, around? I mean, I, no, I, there,
0: I mean, that, that was I a mean,
1: long time ago. Yeah,
0: the last time that was like 2008. Yeah. Um, Detroit basketball. I mean, they, look, they've changed arenas, like you know. They, they took their memories north- don't
1: even look the same.
0: Yeah, they taken their their asses north of eight mile, so you know it's been a minute. It's been a they minute. They
1: actually changed the nets out now. You know there. <laughs> that shit used to bother me, bro. You show it to the Pistons <laughs> arena like they 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 left the net up the whole year. Like it's just, just the last couple years. Like like, bro, if you ever go back and see the clips from like. You know, 2003, 2004, you see the rest of the league playing with what seemed like these regulation nets. They put new ones up every day in Detroit. It has never changed that shit. It's like, nah, we trying to make this basket look completely unappealing uh, when you shoot that shit. It, why? Because cause it's the muck. So um anyway, SummerSlam, uh, this is, is this the 35th SummerSlam I don't know how that all works, but it was in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. So wow. lots of uh SummerSlam memories. James, what what are some of your favorite SummerSlam memories? Uh
0: <clears throat> some of my favorite immediately come to mind for me would be uh the Wimley match between Bret Hart and uh Bulldog. Um <laughs> Highway to Hell between Austin and Undertaker just because of how big the build was. Obviously, the match went to shit because Austin got you know uh, got rocked and a bell wrong uh, early in the match. But like also the idea that like you got this 6'10", 270 dude or two, six whatever or six seven six eight ish two hundred seventy pound dude and he's gonna jump off the top rope with a uh, and <laughs> and hit a leg drop <laughs> on the announce table on the floor. It's like wait Roll what? Uh, you know this is a lot of stuff, man. So, um, you know, it's for my money, is my favorite WWE pay per view, um, ever, just because of like the amount of how do I say this? I feel like they try too hard for WWE to make it into something outside of a wrestling show, and dubbed w- in like SummerSlam feels like a wrestling show. Um, the Rumble, you can say the same thing too as well, but the Rumble just because it's you know the Rumble is, is such a big part of the show that it you know I just feel like that's I don't like rumbles. I feel like that's just a gimmick match or whatever else. And it's kind of in the way of whatever else they could do um, on the way to WrestleMania, especially if, uh, since we got back to watching, it felt, it feels more like a, you know, a plot device for WrestleMania than actually a pay-per-view. Um, maybe in retrospect, it always was. And I just didn't feel that way watching it as a kid, but it feels it felt like that, especially since we got back into watching. It. But for me, SummerSlam is it. Cause it's like, this kicks you off. This is like their last big chance to impress and hook people. Like before going into like, fall television and also like before Monday Night Football kicks off and they start getting their ass kicked and like if you have any hope or whatever else like you got to do something now to have that you know to get you pumped up for going through the dog the dog days of the fall and um in winter when you're going up against you know Brett Favre and Randy Moss and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and you know and now Pat Mahomes so um yeah just uh I've always had a fondness for it
1: yeah um I always like the cage match. Brett and Owen. Uh, SummerSlam 94 is fun. Uh, the ladder match round two. Yep. Sean and Razor. Always loved that. Um, 96. Rock, Rock Triple Vader. H is fun. Yeah, Rock Triple H. Yeah. Um, trying to see. Uh, 2000, the, the three-way match where Kurt Angle's knocked the fuck out. Um, but mm. it was Rock, Austin, and Angle. Uh, that
0: match is unbelievably good, when you find, especially when you find that like, oh, yeah, he was concussed almost, like, the whole time.
1: Yeah. Because he just keeps uh, going. <laughs> just keeps 2002 going. 2002 SummerSlam. Some argue that's like the best WWE show ever. They're it's just way like up there. Way under. You know, uh, I watched Angle and Mysterio not too long ago. I think I threw SummerSlam 01 and 02 on like back to back while I was like sleeping one night and mm-hmm. then just woke up and started catching it. And there's a random Ric Flair and Chris Jericho match just on, the, on there. There's hmm. like. It was a bunch of stuff that, that's cool. Like, of course, featuring the Shawn Michaels return um, back to action after, you know, not working a match since 98. Um, as, far, as far as the modern uh, kind of times, I would say like Brian and Cena uh, yep. in 2013, yep. like that match is like excellent and incredible. And then On was the same all,
0: card as Brock and, and CM Punk was also equally yeah, awesome.
1: Brock and CM Punk. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, 2015,
0: um, uh, uh, like basically the last great Undertaker match, um, him and him and um, Lesnar.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, um,
0: well, second to last, I would say the Hell in Cell match after that would probably be it. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. Think. Like that was his last gasp. That's the last <laughs> bit he had for us. And he, but then he kept coming out even after that.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I always kind of uh, dug SummerSlam as well. But um, looking for this year, uh, looks like we got eight matches announced. Uh, that's cool that they announced matches in advance uh, in this promotion now. Wish that would spread, um, but apparently not. Um, so I guess uh, we should talk about uh, the SummerSlam Battle Royal. Um, it's just all the the jabronis are in it, or excuse me, not jabronis. Let me take that back. All the people that they didn't bother to book in anything important or anything like that, and I believe LA Knight is the big favorite in this, um, James. Is this a and make good because of money in the bank? Look, do you want to keep going, James? Is this a make good for WrestleMania as well? Is, is this a make good for any other show that, that he was left off of this year? Yeah, good point. Which is almost damn near all of them. I don't think yeah. he's been on pay-per-view since the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, you know, it, as far as, uh, you know, anybody could be in a damn money in a bank match. But um, yeah. It looks like, excuse me. Yeah, um, <laughs> bro. I saw some clip from
0: uh, on Instagram of like apparently he's been like a half dozen different random commercials. Yes. And I was yes. like, wait, what?
1: Like this man was out there getting how he lived for yeah. many years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Dummy. You know how you know how he lived for many years, uh, getting cast in, in a bunch of roles, and yep. um, you know, I mean, they act like they can't do nothing with the guy. Like I, I feel like you can, so um, I don't know if they'll let him win. But shit, like I, I think I would win and let him win, and then say, "Hey, I like the U.S. title or something." Like, is that so far beyond the the pale of? of know reality here i mean it will be such
0: an easy make good for their fans to like give him the u.s belt and be like they've saved him for the reign of terror that has been austin theory it'd be such it'd be such a layup it'd be such a layup like, you just do it, get over with, people happy, because, like, they finally gave the guy, to, you know, at this point, the tertiary title, and uh, the men, or actually, the I don't even know what's the, what's, the, what's the number four for tertiary. I, I don't even know. But, the, like, the number four title for the men's single side in the company, and you just move on from there. Like, uh, yeah, like, may as well do it if that's what I'm going to do, because it's like, he's, I don't think he's going to go up against, against Gunther. I don't think that's going to... You know
1: that wouldn't go work out well. I
0: don't. Uh, is, I don't. I think that's a what do you call it? I think that's a styles clash.
1: Yeah. You no know, pun intended. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick La Knight. I know some people are talking about Sheamus as well, and um, it's amazing as we we move into this. I'm gonna just jump to Gunther and Drew McIntyre having this match now, and everyone's so excited about it, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like. The fucking guy that made the match between both of these guys is Sheamus, and he's like not around. Like, it, like, w- like, what are we doing? Like, like, what happened to Sheamus? Like, winning the title? Like, Drew McIntyre got his ass pinned at WrestleMania. I know you got to bring him back, uh, because his contract was doing whatever. Which I don't know if he resigned or not. Like, no he's here now. Anything.
0: People just have people assume because he came back that he's back, and it's like nah, he's gonna have to come back to run off them dates regardless.
1: Yeah. And um, I'm like, all right, so, like, I don't have anything as a match or anything, but I'm like, all right, as far as the booking, it's like, where's Sheamus? Like <laughs> uh, So, I think Seamus is going to be in that battle royal, but it's like, nah, man, Sheamus was the dude that made this kind of go uh, last time. So, uh, you know, storyline-wise and, yeah. you know, kind of match-wise even. So, Yeah, um, I mean,
0: <clears throat> personally, I think any of the combination of three will work excellently together. Um, you know, when they had the WrestleMania match, we all thought, like, I would like to see this combination, any of these three get on, get it on in a singles match as opposed to a triple threat match, and then they went out there and had one of the best triple threat matches in the history of the promotion, so it didn't matter, right? Shut up, James, shut up, Rich, right? So, I, I'm fine with any combination of, of them, keep continuing this on, and also, like, you know, there's also the possibility where, like, you think about what's going on with Roman Reigns, you think about what's, uh, what you know how long the uh how many the day count total or whatever it is for for going through at this point is like, alright, he's creeping up there me. I think he's already second and for longest I see reign. I don't know how far away he is from Honky Tonk or whatever else, but it's like, okay. If he doesn't get it, whatever, like this is actually like a real, like actual wrestler doing a real legitimate actual not, not real legitimate but like doing like matches that actually hold up and aren't just bullshit for heat. Um matches, whatever else, like he can lose this thing. Then you can do the Drew and Sheamus thing over that belt. You can, it's a more personal story, and like you can move, you can you know move on Gunther, heat him back up, get him to Survivor Series, had let him you know pin three people after big chops if they if you want to, and then you know send him off to the Rumble to win a Rumble or something like that. Like you can heat that, you can skit him primed and ready to lose his belt, and then. Upshift him all the way to you know the world or whatever else get him ready for a big match versus whether it's Seth or it's Roman. So, um, I you know I don't see the harm in you know ch- flipping the title right here, like because all it does is like get Gunther moved up the card where he should be based off his work, and you can do do Sheamus in. Uh, McIntyre over the IC belt and make it a personal thing and if, you know, McIntyre's on his way out, you can be like, these are your last matches with him. Go out there and, you know, whatever you feel like y'all need to go match in the world, go out there and do it. Just don't Mm -hmm. drop each other on on each other's heads.
1: Yeah, either way that works for me, like whether Sheamus can chase either of these guys because he's had the long chase already against Gunther and just constantly came up short. Um, And, you know, him and Drew, they go back years and years, so... Um yeah as long, this, as,
0: as, long as Sheamus finished the story we're good.
1: Yeah. Um uh, definitely root for uh, Seamus to to get this whole thing but uh as far as go and McIntyre um you know anytime you know the, the two best heavyweight wrestlers in the history of promotion want to want to get together on the show and, and and completely blow away the 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 rest of the card in the stadium and continually to do it. You know, I'll accept this. Well, we got a you super know super
0: heavyweight. anybody anybody that's over two fifty because people would be like, what about Brett? What about Sean? Like, shut the fuck up? That's not what we mean. We I mean people that are actually big, like people. Someone that like, someone that like if they're on a football field have to put their hand in the dirt or have to line up in a two point uh, stance in a wide nine. That that's it. That's what we mean. Anybody that's that's the size of a, a Von Miller or or bigger is what we mean. So just just for clarification, where people lose their minds.
1: Yeah. Um. So that that should be sensational. Um, so moving on, uh, we got an MMA rules match between Ronda Rousey, who may be in her her last hurrah with WWE and her bestie, Shayna Baszler. Um, th- this is a match for a different time. Almost. I, I I don't know why Rhea Ripley doesn't have a match here. Uh, this woman never wrestles. Belt?
0: Is she defended her belt since Puerto Rico?
1: who knows um (laughs) like they just got her you know playing china essentially uh somewhere else on the show uh and to her credit like you know she's really over she's over as fuck so it's
0: working but it's still like hey you gotta belt, you don't like like, what
1: the fuck's going on yeah so we gotta watch this mma rules match with these two and i already know they're gonna do the boring type mma they're gonna be out there trying to roll around on the ground and see all that nah man we trying to see some 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 lights out some some knockouts some some, some hand-to-hand combat. like they ain't gonna do that they gonna they gonna go out there and roll around like we want to see them doing this and in, in a work sport but acting like it's real like nah man um Ronda Rousey, this thing's been an abject disaster since she's uh, reappeared in the 2022 Royal Rumble. Uh, never really seen anyone with, with less passion for, for wrestling. Uh, comes through on her face clear as day. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Sh- Shayna can can get the win over Ronda uh, and, you know, send her packing. Send her to the farm, literally.
0: Yeah, like the, the part that's like Undeniable, undeniable about it when it comes to um, Ronda's second run in the company is that like just as you said like a person that has no passion for the business is like you're not even saying like what what's not what is up to debate is like whether she had passion for the, for the business or uh, before because like she was clearly invested the first time. What's not up for her debate is like whether or not she has it now, because she clearly don't. Because look how nine day it is. The difference is, um, it's like it's undisputable. Like this per, like this is like she is. You know what she is? She is like, hey, I'm James Harden. I want to get out of here. She has, she has, she has completely turned it off. Completely turned it off. Up.
1: No, 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 no. Because
0: that's not true. Her physique's the same, but as far as like, just I'm not trying. I'm disengaged. I'm out here just fucking off in the middle and of, fucking off possessions. That's exactly what she's doing.
1: Amazing. Um, <clears throat> she, she might start like, like, getting off not, in we, three look, seconds.
0: You're not finna get us, on, Rich, you you finna, finna get us in some hot water. you finna pull out that James Harden fat suit joke <laughs> shit. With nope, nope nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. There's nothing changed about her physique. She, just nothing. like she did back Absolutely
1: then. the same. Yeah. You know? it, it's
0: all It's all here. It's you all know? here. You no. Know? Yeah. You know? Psychology off. So yep. yeah, man. Um, I mean, they've always wanted to do this match. If any, it, look, if she can't give if she can't, if she can't, you know, summon what's inside of her to do this with her friend after all this time, but wanted to do this, and then they all end up in WWE and all that kind of stuff, and people were screaming about this horse woman shit. Uh, this is
1: the know, last hurrah for that it's a, shit. Yeah, this is the last.
0: This is the last stand. <laughs> It's the last
1: vestige of any of that yeah. shit. Like, yeah. like the the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen matchups. The yeah. the rest of them MMA horsewomen, like Simulina. this is it. Like,
0: like Michael casket, Jackson, Casket finished. I mean, unless she, unless you know, she shows up and wants to be a collider. But
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, ah! I, I, I can't see that one happening.
0: Imagine,
1: bro, you want to talk about people getting booed? Oh, oh my, god. my
0: god, what a, he,
1: like? No, he might get it the worst on the show.
0: A terrible fit, a terrible fit. Um, but yeah, just uh, I, 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 you know, regardless of whatever I've had with like, um, some of her matches in her run, the NXT at the end, like, I've always like trusted in Shayna as a wrestler, um, so like. That's what I got. If I got any faith in this match is on Shayna. Um, and we'll see what what happens with it. But um it, it, it could it could be bad, it could be but it could also be very good. But we'll see. I I what, think it'll be somewhere in just like plotting in the middle, but we'll see.
1: Let's see if Utami taught Shayna a move <sighs> in in return. Um
0: I don't um, I don't think that Utami could teach her how to do the start you know, pace like a starting match. They they would scream at them, Slow down, they're going too damn fast. <laughs>
1: uh speaking of going fast we have ricochet versus logan paul in a singles match uh, and if you guys have listened to this show for any amount of time you know i'm big on logan paul um so i imagine that this is going to be the sanitized version of ricochet and will osprey um from years ago uh but that being said that should probably still be a very excellent match i saw an angle between them uh actually on twitter tonight um, I, I'm ready for them to build this promotion around Logan Paul. I think the guy's awesome. Um, he's so entertaining, so funny, doesn't give a fuck because he knows he doesn't, he's not beholden to none of this shit. So he's like, what you going to do? Fire me. Um, <laughs> it's great. Um, and I think they should do a lot of spots and, you know, just, just try to blow our minds a little bit. This is, uh, actually going to be the opener of the show, I believe.
0: I want. I think they're going to have a very good match at the worst. Um, I have my concerns because every every time I look up and see a, a physical interaction between Ricochet and Logan Paul, it's it leads to something very stupid, like it, awesomely stupid, but also stupid. Where it's like somebody got hurt. Like when they did that double, you know, um, opposite sides of the ro- of the of the ring, and they both springboard and you know basically slam ball into each other like dummies. They they kind of got hurt, but whatever. It worked out like a crossbody. It is what it is. When they did the spider money in the bank, when they were supposed to both double um, springboard off the ladder in into a ladder bridge for a uh, um, for a Spanish fly or whatever else, and then Logan Paul fucked up because he's a backyard with no experience, and Ricochet still sh- did a shoot um, Spanish fly with that man, and you know landed you know landed on uh, Paul's head on the table. That was also dangerous. I saw the interaction you sent me, where like they you know. They're fighting to they get up. Ricochet hits the kicks, and he goes to do the the wall flip kick thing off of uh, Logan Paul's chest, and Logan Paul completely mistimed it. And it's like if it's, this is, if this isn't Ricochet, can just you know in the air by himself without the need of you know the force of coming off of the the wall that is Logan Paul's chest. He lands on top of his head, and I'm just like, all right, man. I understand this Ricochet this is you know the most one maybe the most gifted flyer ever. Um, but y'all ask for a lot for him to go out there and say, hey, you need to go out here and make this guy look like a million bucks as he fucks up every other third thing that a guy that watches them, you know, semi regularly sees. Like I just hope that Ricochet don't end up dead uh or hurt uh trying to carry this guy. Um, I hope
1: Logan Paul uh just keep uh, it safe and keep Ricochet him. from dying, that, that's that, all. I hope Logan Paul catches him. So Yeah,
0: that too. Um, At least I mean right. he has caught him, but some of the stuff is like Y'all asked him to do stuff that, like, he ain't been trained enough. He he doesn't have enough reps doing yet, but because.
1: Logan Paul just does the train for the big moves, baby. Yeah,
0: yeah. trains for spots first. I remember, I think it was Shawn Michaels on a call talking about, like, they train him differently. They train for spots first with the celebrities. And it's like, that's why their matches are good. And, you know, instead of learning how to work a fucking cravat <laughs> the wrong way anyway, whatever.
1: Oh, man. Um,. So we've got a triple threat match, WWE Women's Championship. Um, for this is Oscar, Charlotte, and Bianca Belair. Seems like the annual tradition of some type of three way match with the women at SummerSlam. Oh, 2018!
0: Um, Remember that one? That was a good one. Um, started. A, started. A, they made a star on accident.
1: <laughs> yeah, the wrong way.
0: Even, on, even had no we, idea. Look, even when we're wrong, we come up. God
1: damn it! <laughs> Don't worry; it all it, it all balanced out uh, by the end. So <laughs> as they continued and continued to get in their own way, yeah. Um, yeah. Now this thing is very strange. Um, Charlotte has owned Oscar's entire career. Yep, uh, we we know that. Uh, Bianca was a champion forever and uh, has just kind of come in as this complainer. Um, for what I'm gathering like and there's like her and charlotte teaming up together winning matches having problems
0: yeah charlotte's Um, still intact from her and getting the win at the last second still in the win yeah uh
1: as far as like you know this this should be awesome like all these three are you know they can all work with each other Uh, i just kind of feel like all three are stale as hell um and it's just like you know I you know obviously you you will want them to try to do something interesting with Charlotte, but they never do um Bianca, part of the reason she was starting to get turned on is because there's just been kind of a lack of like really a direction, even though she was a champion um, her her
0: opponents are only as interesting as the schedule, yeah, like the calendar.
1: and you know Oscar like. Putting the belt on Asuka for for me, how I kind of look at it is like when it's like they don't actually see her as a wrestler. Like they see her as like a gimmick. Like it's like putting the belt on Undertaker in the 90s. It's like, oh yeah, they have it or whatever, but you, you ultimately just holding this shit until we get that shit back to like Sean or Brett. Oh, it's the transitional champion, people. basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that so is like, what she is.
0: Yeah. Like, and, no- um, I don't I don't think all of a sudden she showed up in 2015, right? Yeah, in NXT.
1: Yeah, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22,
0: 23. I don't think you're nine they're going to love them be like, "Oh yeah, this is this is the one that we've all, that, that that was there all along." And yeah, no, nah, man. They know she's talented. They don't and they know that she's, you know, one of the most charismatic wrestlers they've ever had uh from Bell to Bell the promotion. They don't care. They don't want to push her cuz she's an Asian woman. <laughs> and she and for them she, she's too she's aged out of being aged to push push her too with that like she's somebody that they know that like is super overqualified to do whatever and she goes out there and she's super charismatic she always gets the job done to the best of reasonable expectations so like they decided like she did the gimmick change she's got over again with the new gimmick thing doing the you know the the the, the clown stuff and like gave her another shot of, another uh, another shot in the arm and then they Went with this and like, I enjoy the shit she does. She's super charismatic, but um, like as you mentioned, like these are people that are, that are now have been around for a while now. Like, um, Bianca is you know she's ten. She has a bit of tenure now. You know she's been around for a minute. Um, hey man,
1: like I, I may be speaking out of turn here, but um, you know I'm looking at all three of these. Like, so I feel like someone needs a turn. Like, and why not Bianca?
0: yeah yeah um i can see that i i just knew um,
1: win this belt it didn't like you know go another way with it you know the oh y'all yeah, 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 have her tap into the real shit like and you know i've always kind of wanted to see bianca as a heel and yeah. the big show so uh, yeah
0: i um i i don't i don't have a problem with that i just um you know how it is when it comes to when it comes to them like if they don't put the belt on Charlotte she's probably going to fuck up she's probably going to fuck off until and show back up at Royal Rumble so who knows who knows yeah. what the situation is whatever else um but she showed back up she was like oh yeah new belt is t-, and i sh- she showed that new belt showed up right like that, that was obviously Amazing. that was the fucking gag that was the heat it was like her again are you fucking serious so like yeah um i could very i could easily quite Easily see her winning. Yeah, this it thing. could
1: just be Charlotte and everybody go to hell. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the no. one thing I don't expect is for Oscar to
1: retain. <laughs> you know, that would be surprising. That would be surprising. Yeah, like it, it, looking at a lot of different patterns. Like you know, the past couple years, no matter the promotion, it's rare that people lose belts in multi-man matches, like three ways or four ways or anything like that. Usually, the champion always retains. Um, this one does not feel as safe for some reason.
0: Right, because it's like, <laughs> all right, she, the only way you can imagine Oscar winning is like, so one of them has the other one finish, and she throws him out and steals the pin. That's the only, that's the only, she's not going to make one of them tap to a to a, to a a chicken wing. She's not going to, you know, uh, or put someone in an arm bar. Like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. Or at least it's hard for me to imagine it happen. Also, like, be wary of, like, with the arm bar, in uh, the chicken wing, like some convoluted finish where like Charlotte hits a, hits a moonsault and it, then it turns to like what happened with Bianca, Rhea, and Io uh, in 2020. Like it could be some, nah, it could, I could see some nonsense happening. So um, be, be aware of that.
1: So we've got a singles match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth freaking Rollins and Finn Balor rematch of their match from the other month. believe they had a face-to-face thing where it was just comedy um because it it like tried to make me like take Seth Rollins serious as a tough guy kind of like it it was like Balor was dead serious and then Seth was like you know shooting jokes kind of and then he had to drop the jokes because he realized Balor wasn't playing and they sat face-to-face backstage and it was just like this is a complete goofball. Like, I don't buy this for a minute. Like... Yeah, he's been on series for like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. So, it's like... Doing
0: like this Joker thing. Or whatever the... Ha
1: ha ha ha!
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it is hard. It is ghetto. hard with that gimmick to take him seriously. Like, you know, he still has, you know, he still has killer matches almost every hit review. But, you know, it's still just one of those things where it's like... They gave him that JV belt. Yeah. Like, cool. Um go out there, and have your match, move on. Oh no, so there's still the issue with you know with priest, you know, being on standby to I cash in out. on them too. Which, you know, that got into the finish last uh last pay-per-view.
1: So I'd imagine that something happens with Priest uh again here. Um I I don't think you know Balor's winning. Uh he's kind of just past that point, it seems like. These are he's thank past you. the point to win the IC belt. Yeah, I think he's past that point. Damn, Um, damn. Yeah, he's he's. mm -mm. Damn. Thanks, Edge. Need better days. Appreciate it, Edge. Um. What a run. And then, yeah, yeah. You know, as far as Rollins, yeah, I I think Rollins wins here. Hell, he might even thwart the cash in with Judgment Day infighting and shit. So,
0: Mm. yeah,
1: that could happen. Yeah. Which would be a hell of a. In a reward, like hold on, y'all threw this shit in the trash two years in a row this money in the bank? maybe you should abolish it like I've been calling for, but you know they'll never do that now, yeah, it's too big of a show um, Cody Rose versus Brock Lesnar as of this recording, there is no stipulation on this match, but rumors have swirled that could possibly be something like a uh Bull rope match. Um, both of their matches have had goofy finishes, which people have tried to explain away. That I immediately noticed as fake jobs, yep, and um, just these far from reality. Um, like either someone's gonna look stupid or it's gonna be completely unbelievable that this would be the finish. I'm like, all right. Brought like the first one I thought Brock just looked dumb. I'm like, hold on, bro. You you didn't notice you was getting counted like what? Right. Like <laughs> and then um I this I think the second one, I didn't watch this match, I only heard about it as it was in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Cody then passed out to an arm bar or uh, a Kimura. Mm-hmm. And that utterly confused me. Um, so um, this time, I, I I don't expect a match where someone has to get pinned, <laughs> yeah, or submitted to win. So that gives us a couple options. Gives you a last man standing match, which I doubt <laughs> because Brock did that last year. A ladder match.
0: Yeah, can they put an American flag on on, on, yeah. on top on the pole so they can go get it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put 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 one of the, put the slave master jacket up there. You know. Oh man. Uh, you know they could do a ladder match. Uh, they could do uh like speaking of you know that ladder match you like. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, hold on, what is, what is you know, um they could do a strap match. To where they touch all four corners or something, uh, they could. I'm trying to think, any other, any other uh, Rich, weird. They they could do a casket match, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this right now, Rich. After I saw that Nassipoy and Ano uh, Strap match, I never uh, that basically had the Texas Death. Uh, match rules. I don't want to see another one of those strap matches, one of that kind of uh, rules ever again, um, or not. No time soon. Definitely for sure. But so, they like, a- they go out there and do it again, I'm, or try to, you know, do do that, and be like, Nah, man. I just saw people make this mistake just a month ago. Don't do this.
1: They could do a steel cage match where somebody runs from the other man and wins. Um, so I, I think those are all the stipulations to where people aren't pinned or submitted here I feel like we're staring at one of those
0: um what was the soup, what was that the best Randy Orton John Cena match it had a um, step
1: I quit match
0: That that's on time because I remember there was a part where like Orton uh had basically incapacitated Cena well, he was handcuffed and then like he had the splash water on to get in the wake up from being passed out. Uh, yeah, it was a I quit match. I mean... Well... Can't do that because Brock would Under no circumstance will you ever buy someone saying they do the I quit thing. Like, and honestly, it would be a fake job if he did it because he'd be like, oh, I quit. I'm done. Like, wait, what? Right, right. Huh? Uh yeah, I mean like,
1: like Cody had to threaten to be like, yeah, I'm gonna squish you with like a damn with like, forklift oh, or yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> if like out. you don't quit. Yeah, if you, you don't bring, quit, yeah. I'm gonna
0: crush you. Bring, bring out the fucking heavy machinery again for Summerslam for Brock. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Yeah. Bring the caterpillar out and, and lift up the goddamn ring again. Why not? We, it's not like it's not like we need, actually need the ring to see whatever the cinema is gonna be get going on the main event. <laughs>
1: um, you know. they don't need a ring
0: for that. They can, just go, they can just do it in the back. like Get better Brock camera can, shots of the facials.
1: Brock can cut to the big screen. He can get on the mic and say, if you don't say you quit, I'm going to blow your bus up. I have <laughs> dynamite on your bus. <laughs> and I will fucking blow this shit hey, up
0: if you, you don't look, quit. Look, the funny part about it is like giving, you know how they're doing the cost cutting measures? they might just they might just replay that Austin uh that Austin dropping the dropping the shit down and go wait, that's not his bus <laughs> What? That's not a <laughs> Cody Express? That's that shit that Mitch was in or whatever from like twenty five years ago or twenty Training. years ago.
1: Seamus Nova using AI recording of Brock Lesnar saying I quit and play it throughout the speakers. Oh my oh, god. Oh,
0: like the, uh, like the I quit shit with uh, Rockin' uh, Mankind. That'd be funny as fuck.
1: Absolutely sick. Oh, that'd be um, funny. Yeah, so like this shit has been playing with the fake jobs. Some of the angles oh, I've seen which this have hold been on, good.
0: Oh my rich can you imagine if they've ran that angle back and did the same thing where, like, you have Foley, you have one of the wrestlers say, I quit, yell it out loud, and then they re- basically replay it, and that's actually why he quit, and, then get, and, that's the, and that's like the Dusty Finch. You get a rematch. People be like, bro, if you don't get the fuck out of the
1: people my will face. be fucking furious. Yes, they oh. will.
0: Especially with Big Face, they like, oh my God. Like, let, let that shit happen to Eddie Kingston and see how that shit works out. Oh my God. MGF and Eddie Kingston do that shit. Oh my God. People will
1: storm the ring. <laughs> people will rush it rushed the ring
0: oh nasty 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 work um so
1: i guess i'm gonna pick cody to
0: win but you almost got to you almost got to because like who's gonna be around and who is it like you might not see brock until survivor series or royal rumble after this or ne- oh, really next Saturday show really
1: This has been, like, the most Brat Lesnar has worked in years this year. Um, January, February, March, like, April. And then, you know, went straight through to Puerto Rico and then Saudi Arabia. Man, I've been hearing some nasty rumors, too. About About Brock? About this. Oh, no. About a man that may be set to return and King of the North has nailed it. Oh, Orton? No. Uh there people were talking oh, about Bray no, Wyatt. I saw that and I, I didn't I didn't I'm people were talking about Bray Wyatt and bro, if Cody Rose, if you're Cody Cody, listen to me. I I know you listen to One Nation Radio, Cody. Um if they pitch you working with Bray Wyatt over the fall months, they are trying to sabotage you. Stay home. Yep. Literally say, I will not report I'll yeah. be back for the Royal Rumble. I need some time off with the family. Do not yeah. do it. Do not let opinion. them do Get a this to opinion you. On that pack, yeah, I'll be like you know. I, I I've gone. I've wrestled a hard schedule. You know, I'm still getting used used to back. You know, the, the heavy load. You know, I was I was working like 13 matches a year before this and you know I'm just not feeling great you know you come up with a phantom injury from the Brock match like yeah. oh man I mean, I'm look, just not look, feeling look. it
0: he, look Rich he a pro wrestler he ain't got to fake none. It's the same thing when, when it comes to one of them dudes when they want to shut down they want to get a trade and, and the teams are dragging their feet hey man go get that knee checked out go get that knee checked out go get that back you know, and neck checked out
1: that tendonitis yeah
0: you know yeah. everybody <laughs> every wrestler got, sten, uh, got you know stenosis all of them all of them got fucked up Next, go go get that neck looked at yeah yeah. yeah, they they say yeah. that you go you go you go talk, you go talk to you go talk, <laughs> talk to your chiropractor and 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 get, and get yourself one of them uh Roddy Strong neck braces. Yeah, you, know,
1: you show up the Monday Night Raw, and, and you know you wear. You can even make it. You can make the cast the color of the red, white, and blue. You can get a customized neck cast to go with it. You know you're a showman. Oh man. Look. I, what I, do I would not, like No, no. Any circumstances want to watch Bray Wyatt and Cody Rhodes. Nah, man, never. Thank you.
0: nah, what I think is Cody should do is he not you say get an American flag uh neck brace. Nah, this is what he needed to do. He gets a regular neck brace, right? And then like in the spot where his neck or his neck tattoo is covered, he just put the neck tattoo on the logo right over the top of that bitch. So it, it ain't it ain't it, it it ain't it's covered but it still will be seen. Let it be known it's still there.
1: Could he just cut like a hole in it just to show that
0: shit right there? Uh, <laughs> like Money the bubbles, Zim. like the bubbles in basketball shoes. Oh yeah.
1: man, you stupid. M- Money Zim says you want me to hit a crossroads with turf toe. I'll be in Georgia. <laughs> wow, wow, that's great. Hey,
0: turf toe ain't no joke. That shit hurts. Um, but yeah, man, all avoid all of it. Avoid all of it, Cody. Like We've seen you get yourself in a situation where we're like, hey, bro, avoid this. you decide to drive right into it, and it's worked out for the worse. Take our advice. Avoid Listen. this at all costs.
1: Listen to your boy. Listen to B. James. Listen to B. Rich. <laughs> <sighs> and then, presumably the main event, Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso, in something called a Tribal Combat Match for the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship and the recognition of being the Tribal Chief.
0: It's almost as if they didn't need the title, uh, the, the the three belts for this match, because they already had a title on the line any damn
1: way. They literally put the belt and the thing that's like, either on par with the belt or above the belt at this point, which is this Tribal Chief thing, both on the line. It's a double title match.
0: Well, apparently. really, when you think about it, it's a quadruple title match because it's, four fucking, it's three oh, fucking belts it, plus correct. this shit. Correct. It's, the ne- so it's, it's, the necklace, it's the necklace plus three different belts, so it's a quadruple title match. So the necklace is, is going
1: above like, the World Heavyweight Championship.
0: Is this the S crown? The S stands for Samoa? Like, I... <laughs> That's the new shit. Yeah, Roman Roman got the S crown. That's what this is.
1: Yeah. Well, unless you go on with a better one. So the tribal combat match. Do do they hang the 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 necklace up and then like is this like a ladder match? Is it on a pole match? Ooh, Cody and Brock could do a pole match.
0: What's gonna be on the pole? I made a joke about American flag, but what, what, what would really be on the pole? The belt, the J- weight belt. J-
1: Jimmy John sponsorship. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't remember the last time he had I seen those on his shorts.
1: Damn, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um but as far as uh Roman and Jay and also Souls of Co is out there. Uh and Jimmy. Um, and Paul and Hayden. Jimmy and Paul and who knows who else they pull out. Um whatever other, other relative
0: they got on deck.
1: Yeah. Um I, I think this is a no hoper. Um, if Jay Uso won the title, I'd be pretty shocked. Uh I would be aghast with laughter. Uh I think it would probably be one of the funniest booking decisions in the history of wrestling.
0: It'd be the goofiest decision I think or not goofy, I'm sorry. It'd be the most shocking decision they've made since they made Gender their 50th world champion.
1: Yeah. Um and you know, Jey Uso's gotten over. He's gotten you know much further than most people would have ever um, slotted him at right. Yep, and um,
0: coverage, especially given it like it ain't like he's been perfect in his person. It's Like you give him every opportunity, he make the best of it. Like nah, he he's a fuck up just like the rest of them.
1: Yeah, Um so <laughs> if they were to do that, it would be it would be open season on Cody. It'd be open season oh, yeah. on the booking. It'd oh, be yeah. open season on uh, the entire Bloodline Skip thing. And Drew, then, like.
0: Rich skipped over Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Cody Rhodes to put it on Big J. And he, like, it, it, it would be a Kofi Kingston reign. You already know how it would be.
1: It would be so bad. Like, it, it would, would be like they, no it would not take contenders. him serious. He
0: wouldn't beat anybody. He wouldn't beat a Randy Orton. Or anybody that it just be just going through and and then like I guess oh my god is this how we set up to get the the last the final and last Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania?
1: <laughs> I mean the Roman Reigns babyface turn is coming at it, some it's point. It is definitely coming. So um, this whole thing is like all right with Jay. It's like I don't know what he could possibly do in the future with this thing um but like let's let's go down the the odd road of him actually being the champion right it's like what happens to the rest of the act like i mean i mean we have
0: we've we've seen we've seen this before put a title on someone they don't really buy as being the money guy it going right into football season. They has to go up against Monday night football and like, you know, the Friday night, uh, NBA, uh, eight o'clock games or whatever else. And the ratings get bad or whatever else. And daylight savings come, or there's no daylight savings uh, going forward, but like in the history, there would be, and then like, the, you know, the times might be weird and funny looking at you crazy. Like it's your fault. You start pressing, you start feeling that, you know, the anxiety, all that kind of stuff. And then they slip the rug from under you. They take the butt off of you to get ready for the road to WrestleMania. That's how that shit always goes. Ask Big E. Happened to him. Just happened to him a couple years ago. They, yeah. they love putting the belt on somebody they don't actually really want to push. what is not the money. When it's the down cycle on the way back to ramp up towards WrestleMania. They love doing that. Because he's yeah. like, see, we gave you what you want. No, you didn't. You
1: asshole. <laughs> Being slick. You think you slick. You're not. Yeah, but what the fuck is a tribal combat match? Um, I I, f- I feel like some, something real racist uh, could could be happening. Like as far as like you know, are these what are these brothers going to be hitting each other with? I seem to recall a Nigerian drum fight before yeah. James.
0: Yes, there was a Nigerian drum fight. Yes,
1: there the the the, the tempting. For racism is very high in this match.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. Um. Yeah, man. Just I don't know what. Look, I. I obviously this match ain't for either one of us. Like, cause it's not Absolutely gonna be. No it's hope. not gonna be pro wrestling whatever it is. Like, it's gonna oh be a lot. God, of my I didn't be a even think of,
1: about that part of it.
0: Jesus. Oh, I mean. It's a Roman Reigns title match. Of course, brother. It's what the whole match. Like yeah. they're
1: gonna be, yeah. be unloading dialogue on the other. This is a other. cinematic
0: match. It's happening oh, in front of no. people and it's live and there's no and there's no like, you know, editing done to it because it's live, but yeah, brother, this is
1: Bro, this is a cinematic I have, match. I have hated these matches more than the slow down like CM Punk matches that I've seen. Um I think these have been a complete subvert subversion of the medium. I think these matches have been bad for wrestling um, because of the influence is likely to uh, have in this company and beyond it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, what happened to the art form of people hopping in a ring and physically telling the stories not verbally telling the stories, physically telling the stories, we're not talking about a line or two of shit talk. We're talking about audibly yelling the story beats at each other, and it's just like uh, it's it's just not wrestling as as we've we've talked many times about this.
0: you know what I think like this might be unfair um but i think a lot of <clears throat> i think a lot of this has come from like the downtime people had and roman came back a lot of this came back to like all right like i'm with the kids like i've been watching some Di- i've been watching i got the disney plus I've been watching a lot of these marvel movies and a lot of marvel movies like it's really fun action and stuff but in the meantime between time because it's a movie people you know the bad guys say it, basically tell the story during the during the, the third act big battle or whatever else, right? Um, And I think, you know, not just saying it's just Marvel, but, like, that's all, you know, superhero movies at this point, but I feel like wherever, it's got, I feel like there's got to be some connection to that, where it's like, but the thing is, like, yo, um, I ain't yet to see, like, the uh, uh, Captain American Civil War, like, uh, airplane hangar, like fight fight scene that's like blows your fucking mind. I've yet to see like the you know everybody comes back after the snap uh, to go fight the final battle of an in game level fight scene or, or you know call to arms. I ain't seen none of that out of out of the big dogs matches, out of the tribal Chiefs matches. I just see like, yeah, this thing goes like 25, 30 minutes, and thing only like gives you like five minutes of quality wrestling, and the rest is standing around, punt, throwing punches. And while someone's laying down, you basically trash talk and tell your your side of your your uh, perspective on why y'all are here. And then the other person comes back and fights back, and then they give their perspective water why they're here. And then and then you know it goes for like twenty minutes, like so, or twenty five minutes, and then you get five minutes of actual action and you get the fuck out of there with somebody fucking you over.
1: So we are going to see every Samoan in the history of this company that can still walk to the uh,
0: ring, except for one
1: except for one
0: yeah. yeah yeah except for one and A he might show up
1: yeah yeah you know Rikishi may come out there wearing the, the double leather on you, you boys yeah
0: yeah uh the proto Averix. yes
1: <laughs> yes the double leather the leather top and pants <clears throat> um now
0: you I, I have to look back in them years was was was, was he an unofficial Rough Rider yeah <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) That's, I don't know if he actually, I'm not saying he was, but that's definitely what the fuck he was going for. That was the aesthetic he was going for. He doesn't have the gloves, but that's what he was going for.
1: Yes. The shiny, the shininess, you know, um, unbelievable. Um, But yeah, that's a SummerSlam uh, 2023 preview, uh, which is actually head to head with Collision uh, coming up this Saturday. Did they punt on
0: collision? No. Next week is what Ricky started for CM Punk, right? Yeah. Okay, they didn't punt. Okay, I would punt it. Like, nah, no thanks. But if I look, if I was big CM, I, you know, I'd be out here, you know, doing, doing all all sorts of stuff. Right? I'd be like, nah, nah, nah. We'll wait till next week. We'll, we'll say that for next week. <laughs> if, if, you oh know, yeah, just take just... your ass back out there. Yeah, it is. Go, go wrestling. Look, hey, hey, hey! You get another hour wrestling match. You go yep. another, another hour. hour. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go out there. Three out of five. Three out of five yeah. balls. Yeah.
1: You know, bring bring Jay White out there with you. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, let's start with uh. let's go to AW. Um. We had a big week last week, and then rolling into this week. Of course, this week is um Dynamite 200. Uh, in Tampa, yeah. which you know at one point I thought was not possible. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, as far as uh you know, let's get let's talk about this uh, whole thing. So we opened last week uh, with Orange Cassidy versus Ar Fox for the international title, and man, I thought this entire presentation with the video package showing the school. like I thought the video package was awesome. Uh, talking about having Darby like kind of narrate like what AR Fox is kind of meant to him, showing the wrestling schools. They talked about Darby uh, going to live with AR Fox for free of charge because Fox believed in him so much. And um, he was <laughs> living in garages, essentially uh, car garages in his car. And, Darby keeps <laughs> a buddy of ours pointed this out uh, shout out to Dr. Larry he's like Darby's kind of had a funny character li- lately telling all these black men they can do better um, <laughs> 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 um but I seen um yeah,
0: he, yeah. you're right he has
1: the yeah. Keith Lee
0: Swerve uh AR Fox yeah,
1: yeah, kind of, kind of strange, you know, yeah. for, for this baby face. I, I think somebody should um tell him to cool down on that before people notice. Um, but uh, as far as that that leads us into you know, Darby advocating to get Ar Fox a shot. Um, Ar Fox gets a shot at Orange Cassidy, and needs to go out there and rip it down. Um, this was, I think, you know. This is a standout match uh, for for both of these guys. Uh, I didn't expect the title to change here, but this whole thing ended up being the first thread throughout the night, like of um, you know things to come. Uh, I, I thought this was excellent.
0: Yeah, I, I, I really have enjoyed what they've let swerve or what they've built to with swerve on like dynamites where, like, he'll interfere in a match or he'll have something happen early in the match to set to build towards whatever is happening or what is going to be, you know, the ending result of whatever happens in this match later in the show. Um, It's happened twice in, like, the last month. Um, So, like, I've really enjoyed that. It, 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 it makes the show feel, like, cinematic, like you're watching a whole thing as opposed to just, like, when people, when they talk about, you know, they don't tell stories, it's like, well, they told story throughout the whole show. Right with people. And I really like when they did this when they've done this with Swerve of late. So yeah, um but getting back to the first part of the the Swerve thing is like, yo, know, this match was great. Um this is one of this is one of the say this is like a big deal. This is one of Orange Cassie's best matches of the year. And he, this is a dude that has gone out there and basically go out there and go get three and a half, four, four and a quarter, you know, whatever you need basically like three weeks out of every four. Um, all year. Um, you know, we don't and have a Iron television, man. Like, we don't have a television, we don't have a best, most outstanding television wrestler thing or whatever else, but he would have to be it. Yeah. Like, unless, you know, just based off the strength of the, the just the pure numbers of it, like he's killing, like he, I was saying to you, like he has like the cage mash this year of like, of like a stardom main eventer of just like, going out there on the house shows and the road twos and just,
1: and just okay, be working having to, to go get three and a half like
0: every fucking weekend or two times every weekend. Like, it's nuts. Um, like, I'm not saying he's, you know, he's Kenny Omega, because obviously Kenny Omega has, the high end is so much higher, but like, just as far as like the number of quality <laughs> matches he's had this year has been, you know, like really impressive. It's one of the best, it's got to be one of the best runs in the history of major uh, uh, American pro wrestling television. Um, so for him to go out there uh, with or, with, uh, AR Fox and have one of his best, best matches um, was really impressive, and like, you know, every time we see AR Fox, he, he gets over, he, he, he does his stuff, he has really fun matches, and it's like, we like, everybody pretty much likes him and is f- kind of familiar at this point, but like, they haven't had a reason to care outside of, they know they're going to get a quality match, and now, uh, this is like, finally give you the reason to care, and like, I think he could be a player like, or let me phrase that. I feel like he could be a featured act at this point, as opposed to someone that comes in and is like the person that comes and has a cool match. I think like, if you get people to care, like he could be a, a bit of a, um, mainstay, like an actual foundation, not foundational, like a a solid piece on the roster.
1: Uh, AR Fox, they definitely should come up with, um, you know, they should definitely sell AR Fox do rags. (sighs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I think that's just you know, if, if he's gonna do these moves and be wearing the, the do rag and all that, like, nah, man, we need to merchandise this. We need every color. We need one that says A and then R on it. Like, we need all that shit. Like, to start, you know, you know, it generating this yen. You know, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, definitely, um, you know, go out of your way to see this match if you didn't. Um, this all, you know, kind of what's up.
0: No, go ahead, go ahead. I'll, uh, I'll follow behind you. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, this like, um, you know, you know, uh, leads to Orange Cassidy putting the sunglasses on Ar Fox as he's done to many other opponents to uh, yes. show his respect. I knew something was was amiss immediately because it, it it like Fox had to look like Nah, it ain't going down like this. Takes the glasses off, breaks them, uh, blasts Orange Cassidy. And then Darby Allen runs down and asks Fox what he did. Uh, He says, you know, this is an embarrassment for you. Just take the loss. Uh, And, you know, Ar was like, it's a mistake, whatever. And then, you know, he runs to the back. And Darby's just yelling at this guy or whatever. He said, you know, I vouched for you. You know, I did all this stuff for you and everything like that. So, um, yeah, it's he uh, heel turn for A.R. Fox, like, right there. And we would come back to him later on yeah and then, so
0: before you move on to that I just want to say yeah. it, like what you just mentioned as far as uh, AR Fox like selling do-rags like that could be the most potentially problematic thing to have in do-rags since Eminem <laughs> <laughs> look man we can't we can't know like look what what are you putting the do-rag on for what are you trying to accomplish like the, like the do-rag is utilitarian it's for a purpose it's a tool. Well, why people had to do rag? It, it, it does serve a purpose. Well, you, you can't get waves. That's how that works. Correct.
1: Correct. Oh, uh, so this this is strictly they gonna have to imagine the waves. Imagine, imagine the waves. The waves. You, you gotta sell the hope, James. You gotta sell the hope behind uh, of like you know maybe you too, like AR Fox can be athletic like AR Fox is when you wear the do rag. You gotta sell other things, James. Well, you gotta sell. are selling uh,
0: the lifestyle.
1: You gotta You're, sell the not- entire experience of the do rag, James. You can't just limit yourself to to wanting waves because, James. What if I wanted to buy you the AR Fox do rag? that would be hilarious because- exactly what <laughs> you know wasabi king ricky stars needs the ar fox do-rag i think he
0: i think he has a similar problem that ar fox has a do-rag he's like you can wear that do-rag as long as you want <laughs> you can wear that do-rag. you with your you as your quote-unquote good-ass hair can't get waves deal with it it's over
1: Ian Riccoboni will be you gotta a have look gotta to have the hair. Gotta no
0: nah, fuck. I'm getting these jokes off. Gotta have hair two inches long to get waves. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gotta keep that shit, shit. Gotta shit that shit super dark. All of a sudden like you like you got bangs. I like, look like Darren Williams.
1: Man. Oh uh, well, yeah, man. He, 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 as far as the do-rags go, you gotta you gotta sell the experience, the lifestyle of of, of the do-rag, the hope behind the, behind, the, behind the waves. Uh, you know. Why not? You know, <laughs> <laughs> Ian Rickabone. I'm just looking at
0: the <laughs> <this> chat. Seamus <laughs> Nova said Ian Rickabone he would be a day one purchaser of the AR Fox Two. <laughs> 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 you know, we also need to get do rag. You, you talked about this off air, but uh, we need to get Action Edge ready to do rag. <laughs> I, look, didn't, I didn't look closely at the hair until you mentioned it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, that's,
1: I, always, I always looked at it. I was I saw like. saw it was
0: curly. I didn't see how what kind of curly it was. And I saw uh, on the collision. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, hey, you might he's need to get with you a do rag. Yeah, you might need to get you a do rag. That ain't a As tan. An,
1: look, Ashton Ninjready, he's with us. Remember that.
0: That, that ain't a
1: tan. man um,
0: <laughs> I mean, is I mean, passing in public. That I man is Carrie Laking
1: amazing um after that so orange cassie's standing up and all of a sudden john moxley appears out of nowhere and gives him malaria and a death rider yep. like, Bruh, like, It's like bro like he's just angry like it just <laughs> so bcc all over this show uh, yeah. also uh we go to the back um they have cut to jericho uh don Callis, renee uh, Renee says Calis requested time to speak to Jericho. Callis says he's made you know arrangements for him and you know to catch the team up, and you know Jericho said he's willing to do it, and he's like Calis like good, because you guys are gonna be fighting Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara, nasty. Nasty, nasty moments here uh, yeah. from from Don Cows as he continues to uh, remember that old ludicrous song. How low can you go? And he just thinks, <laughs> he just sinks, just sinks lower and lower and lower into the bag of scum. Um, and he uh, Jericho's kind of unsure about that match, and then Cows is like, "Nah, man, uh, didn't you say you wanted these guys to grow? Let, let's see it." And then he pulls out a fucking oil painting of himself with long hair. Jericho Young with long hair and the body. They're both shirtless, and then Bad News Allen sitting above them, like he's a godlike figure, smiling. <laughs> I've never seen Bad News Allen smile, so I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It was funny because, like, I
0: didn't think about that new mission. I was like, "You're right. I don't remember ever seeing that man crack smile." <laughs> like My shit? Funny is that. Bad News. <laughs> Uh, yeah this was great this was great it was um, it was look uh, what is the what is the thing that goes around on Twitter you see every like month or so like who's the messiest bitch you know or think about yeah. the messiest bitch you know it's a man isn't it and I was like oh that is that is t- today's man <laughs> was Don Callis just 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 a mess just sick. getting straight Absolutely to the shit sick. St- sticking oh. the knife in definitely
1: so we got backstage Claudio Casanoli and Willer Uta. Glad to see that the young man's alive still after, you know, the was choked to death <laughs> on national television. Uh, Casanoli then told the locker room, don't mess with the BCC. Told Pac, you know, all oh, that shit you tried at death before dishonor. That was the beginning. Mosley w- walks in, says, you know, the Lucha Brothers and best friends are going to pay for Pac's mistake later tonight. After that, they cut back to Tony Schiavone. Jack Perry's out there and man. Boy, oh boy, do I got to... Uh, am I tired of old shit? And here we go. Um, Perry came down. Uh, Schiavone asked him about, you know, the negative fan response following his recent win of the FTW title. Uh, you know... Jack said he beat Hook, and Hook went home because he couldn't hang with the big boys. Said, you know, when he, when he won the championship, he didn't mean the FTW championship. He says the title, you know, was created in a second class company, despite the fact that it's not really recognized. It became a big deal when he catapulted it. So I'm the greatest wrestler that's come within 100 feet of this belt. I popped. I thought that line was hard.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked everything about this promo too. I saw what, the, what it was going
1: to lead to. He's um then he turns and points at Taz essentially he was like, Yo, I would have whooped you and all your friends back in the day. The smirk um,
0: Taz game where it's like, Man, we would have beat you to sleep. <laughs> but they just had me scream because it's like he, he can't do nothing now, but he knows like, man, they would have beat the fuck out of Jack Perry have beat this pretty boy asshole up. <laughs> oh, it's so good.
1: Then all of a sudden, Jerry Lynn comes to the ring. I'm yep. like, What
0: the fuck is yep. Jerry Lynn doing
1: here? Yep. No, once he like, came oh, out i was like no, no. i was like no yeah. I, was like, I don't care about ec the right. fuck ecw right. man like i like like jack they told uh jerry lynn Gibson. he said you know himself and his colleagues paved the way without us there is no jungle boy i'm like that's not true at all like he's not a direct influence on jungle boy at all like there, there's nothing that ECW did that affected how Jack Perry did moves in any way in the wrestling business in 2023. No not not a thing. Like the I think at this
0: point the only way the ECW thing would have worked is if like it had been time. Like I think Chris Jericho's turning babyface off all, off the back of all this stuff with um with Callus, right? After it all goes to shit, right? Of course what I mean. Like mm-hmm. if they had saved this for like two months and then you do Jericho versus Jack Perry, and Jericho's going to come out on behalf of ECW, then it works because, you know, Jericho can still go. We still see
1: Jericho all the time. James. Go ahead. Chris Jericho, not only the, you know, former, you know, there are also people like former ECW champion Paul White that's around, you know. Former ECW champion Christian Cage is around. Former Uh, ECW champion CM Punk that's around. Lots of ECW alumni here. Yeah.
0: You're right. Yeah. Anyway, I, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's a person that's appropriate for this if you're going to do this. Like, with Jerry Lynn, obviously, he's been backstage for, since the beginning, I believe. Yeah, but it's just like... I think they've only done, like, one thing with Jerry Lynn on screens, like, in the whole time. Right. And it's like... I'm like,
1: can Jerry Lynn still wrestle?
0: Right. That's what I'm on. It's like, is he clear to actually do stuff? Or am I going to be? Or is this going to be like you know, a, you know, a training wheels match?
1: So you know, let, let's go through. You know, let, let's. I'm got, I got the list here of uh of, of former ECW champions. Oh my
0: God, this man finna go through this fucking W W E C W shit. <laughs> go ahead.
1: You about Bobby Lashley. Jesus Christ! He, I, yeah, he can't quite show. Up. Sabu just showed up. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> um, you know maybe the Sandman can, can can come in. Am uh, I the
0: only one that is surprised every time I hear the Sandman still alive? I, <laughs> I'm always I'm al- like surprised with anybody. For like every year, one. I hear that he's alive, and I'm always like, I know he's alive. I never heard that he passed. But I'm still surprised he's still alive. Am I an asshole? Answer is yes. But y- am I an asshole?
1: You know, Tommy Dreamer. You know, can 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 come see Jack I Perry mean, Bonnet. it.
0: Does he still do New England wrestling?
1: Pretty sure he does. Yeah. Um. You know, they brought Jerry Lynn out. Where is the Rhino? Where is the Rhino?
0: Yeah.
1: There's Rob Van Dam. A lot of people are talking about him.
0: Rob, look, if Sabu's gonna show up on, ECW, on AEW, eventually, then RVD needs to as well. I mean, he was look, on. He look. was on that Noah show. Uh, was that last year? No, that was last year. That was last summer.
1: Look, the, um, a new signee of the company, John Morrison, the former ECW champion, can, can come out and confront, and stand up for the extreme. You know. Chavo Guerrero can show up and, and and see and see about it. You know, Jake Hager. You know, he was the ECW champ. All right, you, we get the yeah.
0: g Let's move on. Fuck.
1: Like. <laughs> Bottom line, fuck ECW. I don't care. <laughs> um, I just, I
0: just wish they had picked somebody else. That's all. That's all.
1: Oh man, um,
0: because like. I mean that R V D music I believe I am not exactly sure if that's uh similar to like the Jeff Hardy music, where it's like uh-huh. it's still the same music, but like if it is, and I think it is because he ran it at Noah, but then again Noah just run anybody. They'll you know they play fucking final countdown for Muda.
1: But oh, yeah. no, if it no but point.
0: if it is, like you play that, the roof would have blown off that fucking place. Uh they had brought him out there to uh, face Jungle Boy.
1: Then we got Pack versus Gravity in after you know it set in that it, uh, the joke, I I got nothing out of this match. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was just there. Yeah, it was
0: really awkward at the beginning because it was Pack was doing the you forgot me stuff, and I'm like, it's one thing to, to to book it as the joke, but it's one thing for a person that's packed care to actually play into it. It didn't work for me. Also, like you can tell that like Gravity is not that experienced. Like. Somebody that will be a prospect the more reps he gets, but like is not that experienced yet. Um, so I enjoy pack, you know, putting the beats to, on him. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah.
1: No, I, give I more reps.
0: See or see what happens when whatever him and Bandito tag together. But it might be a nice has, little tag team. Like, I to see what he has, like he has what a they cool kind
1: team. of. He has a cool mask. He, he has, has a great cool gear. kind of thing. Great gear. Yeah. Really good look. Gear, Obviously young. I like the slow walking thing. Like yeah. He's the, got something yeah, to kind of connect thing. with people.
0: Yeah, He has to get over first for, for that to work. Once he gets over, once he has a couple banger matches or whatever else starts doing that, people pop for it all the time. Yep. They're not familiar with it. That's all.
1: So we then got a video of last week uh with MJF and Adam Cole after winning the Eliminator Tournament and James mjf decided to tune ftr ball the fuck up in this promo here
0: this is this is nice work this is really good work going given what we what we you know ended up happening um on collision like they're gonna have a they're gonna have title match and it should be very
1: good um mjf spoke for us all wasabi (sighs) king uh said he was tired of this Yosemite Sam looking motherfucker that uh basically just comes out here and he talks about his wife and his kids and, and everything. So he's gonna take his fists and punch him in the so hard in the face uh that he's gonna cough up CM Punk's jock strap and you can hear the whole crowd gasp. I fucking howled. Oh man, that was that was therapeutic almost. Don't forget the um, Dak accent. You mean the Dak? Yes. Yes, the sent exactly, um, and it, and literally he proves like minutes later. Yeah, uh, FTR promo plays and then like.
0: Well, obviously, there, it's all you're working in conjunction together to get the heat for the thing, and then get the heat for the the you know the the uh, finish at, on Saturday to lead to the what should be a title match because he pinned the champion.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I think it worked all well. I it was, say again. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do a title match.
0: If you pin... A, it's AEW. If you pin the fucking uh, champion in a match, you should get a title match. That's how it's always worked.
1: Am I wrong here? I, we will get to it, but that was... That was odd. Um, <laughs> that, that whole finish, and then the post-match, th- those two things together were like, huh? So... From there, um, the, got the video of FTR, as I mentioned, respond to MJF's comments. Um, Cash keeps it a lot more short and sweet. It's normal or everyone likes Cash. Cash doesn't, (sighs) you know, doesn't, (laughs) doesn't randomly start a podcast and, you know, completely undermine the entire promotion. And he doesn't do those things. So, (laughs) um, then we got Swerve versus Darby in. I think this might be the best match they've um, that they've done in AEW. Uh, I think so too. Each yeah. other. That's great. Um, this was this was electric. Uh, these guys woke Albany up. Uh, Albany is a crowd normally that's asleep. That this isn't necessarily a, uh, a AEW friendly crowd. Um, you know, at least historically, and these guys came out there and went for it. Talking like, you know, like the attitude adjustment style moves, Death Valley moves on the apron, uh, swerve running up the steps outside the ring, giving them the big kick. Yep, great camera um, shot for that, too. Yeah, this whole thing was just like catching them in the, with a knee midair, uh, yep. as Darby does the dives. Uh, this whole thing was like, this was awesome. Great near falls all over this thing, Uh, and this was just like, yep, this is what we what we've been waiting for. Uh, And I think if you start counting up all these matches, and and Swerve got another win here uh, after the Nick Wayne one, but he's also kind of like, like I don't think he's had obviously the exposure of or Orange Cassidy, but Mm -hmm. Swerve like through being on TV, and he did like you know a lot of you know he lost to a lot of guys, but in losing he was able to start getting over more and like just working matches and like really like establishing you know his character and um everything that's like you know uh like as far as like you know hey when he's advertised for something like you know it's gonna be good like he's he's finding himself right now right and um they do the run-in at the end and it makes sense because like oh yes they're setting up a unit or whatever a hooded figure appears and um, A.R. Fox, you know, who we later find out, you know, he, he basically attacks uh, Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne's out there. Um, He he is like, taken out. Uh, Fox attacks Darby, rolls Darby back in. Uh, Darby, I believe, gets the JML, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then um, Swerve gets the pin. And then all of a sudden, unmasked uh, A.R. Fox joining Mogul Embassy. It's Nino Brown. It's G-Money. It's... The Carter, you know, <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is uh, I, I like the look of it because um, I have been when I was looking at mogul affiliates when it first started, uh, it was swerving the white boys or whatever. I was like, all right, we need somebody else in there that can work, that can either, you know, be a tag team partner that can either protect swerve. Or like, you know, is it either a heater or somebody that can, you know, do falls or something like that. Fox could be both. Um and you know, obviously these guys have a long history. Right. Wrestle each other in the beginning of the year, wrestle each other in the lucha underground. Yep. This whole thing, you know, setting up with Uh, Fox's school, the buddy Wayne Academy, like all these things are converging. Like there's so many cool threads to pull on here. And I think they're going to hit all of them. I had no idea about this turn coming. Like I I knew there was a new member eventually going to join because like there's a lot of hijinks going on with like bill and cage and you don't quite know all the affiliations, but for the mogul embassy to really take off, I felt like they did have to add more members and Fox is a perfect guy perfect guy like yeah. to put with swerve because it's like alright yeah they've fought before but it's like they don't fought each other they trust each other I would imagine and they're like fuck it let's get to it and um, this whole thing is like man there could be more people um, you know joining who knows yeah. so uh, I'm really into this so. yeah yeah
0: I'm into it um, like you know, I think once he turned on, like, because of what happened with um that Swerve Nick Wayne match and and mm. Swerve get involved uh, earlier in the show with Darby uh, a couple weeks ago. Like, once Ar Fox, you know, punched out um Cassidy and then you know, like walked away from Darby, I was like, huh? Are they gonna is is Ar Fox like gonna join Mogo affiliates? And then, sure enough, he the first see a hooded person come out. I was like, "Oh, that's that's Fox." Is, is that, so they doing exactly what I thought they were doing. So I really enjoyed it. I, I really enjoy what um what, what Swerve has done, uh this year, and I'm interested to see what he has going forward. And like, I really enjoyed the part where it's like he has smoke with a lot of the most likable guys in the on the roster. Um, so like he he can he can wrestle you know Orange Cassidy forever. He can wrestle Darby forever. Nick Wayne is somebody that's going to be around for a while. He's always going to have, Nick Wayne's always going to have that big win to chase with him. Um, So, like, maybe he's not, I feel like for the quote unquote mid card of AEW, like, I feel like he's doing as well as bad as anyone uh, from the hillside. Like,
1: because there's a lot of heels.
0: Yeah. But I'm not, I'm saying it's like a mid card guy, like below, you know, below Jericho, below um, MJF or whatever else, like, feel Like he's doing as well as just about anybody's so, from quality to work to like the people he's had programs with, the things he can still do in the future. Because, like, bro, look, I understand it's been it's point like eight point eight months, they can still do a Keith Lee match, <laughs> they can still do it. Uh, so yeah, like, there's um, there's a lot of stuff for me to get into, <clears throat> and also, like, I mean, that's still at play because you know, Darby, ta- as you mentioned, he has his con- he you know, this young dude is having these conversations with these uh, with these black men. And always do a Keith Lee and Darby versus like AR Fox and and Swerve match. They can always do and that.
1: Darby and Nick Wayne against AR Fox and <laughs> Swerve. Like it, right. they do a death match with them. Them for a good job. A trios
0: match. A trios match yeah. you throw in Cage.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of combos there. So uh, we go backstage. Uh, we see Jericho uh, with with Menard, uh, Parker, Tay Melo with the baby. And uh Anna J A S, and he basically asks, you know, how how the, the daughter's doing. She said, "Oh, it's, it's good." But what what's going on with you? Uh, you know, and then Parker, you know, comes in, pulls the comb out, and you think he's going to hand him the comb. He's like, "No, I'm not right. giving you the comb." Yeah, um, he said, "You gave it to me," and he pulls it back. So I'm not ready to give it back. And then he starts talking about his doubts with Jericho and. Uh, Anna Jay said, "Fuck all this. I'm gonna just, you know, keep it a buck with you." Said, first of all, you're selfish, and you never appreciated the group despite us appreciating you." Uh, she said, "Until then, you know, so you figure all your shit out. We can't give you 100 uh, percent." She walks off with with uh, uh, Mello and Parker. Um, Matt Menard is there left with him because he loves this fucking guy and Jericho asks him you know do, do you think it's easy and Menard tells him it is tells him to figure out his shit and do it fast so I don't know where this is going but it's, uh, I, think it's leading to- I, I
0: think it's leading towards like a redemption art for Jericho like he the you know the Chris Jericho appreciation society like He's going to fall for for, for Callus's manipulation. And then, obviously, you know, was floating around for all, for Wimley, him and Osprey, or whatever else. You know, that like Callus is going to be involved in that. So I imagine it like, you know, it's not going to work out between those two. This is a way to get Jericho back, babyface. This is a way to get the entire faction when they, when Jericho's the the long way around to get redemption with all those guys and everybody can turn, he can turn to the, you know, like almost like Dark Order was, you know, um, with Hangman, where it's like they're they're lovable now because obviously you can like them, um, and like you can go forward from that on the other end and spend the whole like you know last half of the year like with Jericho trying to like get these guys, to, you know, for for Jericho to appreciate the society, right? So amazing, yeah. I mean, th- that's the thing with Jericho. When Jericho turns baby face, like he does everything that I ask people to do when they're when they're when they shit back hills forever, like. When he when Inner Circle turned babyface, he's like, look, man, we handled the shit wrong. We apologize. And you know, like that's the, that's a simple way to just get people to like you after apologizing for the bullshit you do. Like, not everybody is as talented as MJF where he just be like, I can go heal babyface on a drop of a dime, and people will cheer Boo regardless without being like, hey, bro, what about the what about the the people's lives you ruined, you asshole? People don't care about it. because he's too much he's too he's so unserious to even like take seriously with any of this stuff.
1: James, I got to bring back the Zoom for a minute. Okay. Zoom. When Jake Hager puts this fucking hat back on, you want to talk about cinema. (laughs) Don't ever fucking count out Chris Jericho. Oh my god. Don't do it. Oh, um, man. So up next, we got Britt Baker versus Taya Valkyrie and brother. Um, take it away, James. I don't... <laughs> I,
0: this was so many, this was like five days ago, so I don't really remember, I just remember like, I remember this match stunk, and I, I saw it early, this was stinking, like before they went to commercial break, I was like, oh, this, this is, this is rotten, and then they came back from commercial break, and the crowd was ready to die on this, till the near falls came, and then they woke up a little bit, but I was still, and they were still fucking stuff up, and I was like, yo, this match is not good, um, Taya has yet to impress most people I've talked to um, since she's came to aid them from bell to bell. They like her presentation. They like the way she carries herself and her presence and all that. But like once the bell rings, all the compliments people have go away. Um, Britt. That being said, I thought Britt was worse than her in this match. Um, I thought that like. You know, Britt has his bad tendency, and Julia has a tendency too. But Julia also is a way different level of wrestler, so she get away with it. Where like she breaks into bad body language that doesn't feel like it's actually that feels like disconnected from actually selling pain and anguish and exhaustion during matches. Like it's just mm-hmm. bad posture, and like the bad postures be her, is her version of selling. It is not actually good. It is kind of jars you and or actually pulls you out in the match when you watch her. Britt, I'm talking about. So that was happening, but like that's her usual, so it's fine. Um, she she kind of hides that when she's in the tag matches. Why our tag matches have been so have, that's why our match has been better when it, she's been in tags with Jamie because she has to sell less. Um, but there was this missed time stuff left and right where like she's supposed to be going up for the you know the tease of the uh, glam slam. I forgot what Ty calls it, but or jaded uh, more more recent name for the move. And like Brit, like, I I don't know, she was trying to get a hand escape or do some type of hand stuff to get out of it. And they fell, you know, Brit fell on her face, Brit or Taya fell on her ass and laughed and basically like got on top of her and did ground and pound. It looked terrible. And then they moved on. And then later in the match, she tried it again and they fucked that up again, too. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, Brit also missed a super kick by like half a foot. But it, but it's one of those things where like, you miss the half foot, but like the camera angle made it look worse than actually than worse than actual miss. Was like if she because <laughs> yeah. they because they were zoomed in, like they were it, like it was on a floor camera. It was just on from the the, the hard camera. It looked looked as bad. Cause we've seen people miss super kicks from the hard camera. It looked worse. Um, it was just a mess. It was a mess. It's one of those things where it's like they going through it. They and I'm sure they watch or they feeling it that, that this is the shits and like they just just got to get it over with and get to the back um
1: yeah, yeah these two had definitely had a rough night for sure um i i don't think either would <laughs> would come out here and tell you this was their best performance or anything like that uh it seems like this match kind of became a microcosm to take out every issue that people have had with the aw women's division yeah um on it or take it out on this match like um and I think a lot of people were being, like, unnecessarily mean to Taya and Britt. Um, and, you know, Britt started firing back at people. Taya came out with, like, essentially the the get-off-my-back tweet, the nice uh, version of it. And, um, yeah – I just kind of felt bad for him. I was like, "All right, man." Uh, people acting like they never seen a bad match before, because like I got news for you. you: there's a lot of bad matches to pick from from the AEW women's division. Like, and the 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 outsides the, the response seemed bigger, obviously because of you know who both of these ladies are. Um, and it's just like, you know, there's a lot of camps. Uh, that make up the 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 people that don't fuck with Britt Baker. Uh Taya doesn't necessarily like Taya is weird because like you have I think a loud section of people that I think support her and tell and say she's really good and everything like that. Then there's almost like this equal opposite people like community that James talk about people like they're just never impressed with her that don't do anything. I'm I'm kind of in the middle on her, so I'm like eh, I don't you know whatever. But um, I don't
0: I don't. Up until this match, I have always been like, "eh, just eh," with her. Right? She's like, she's fine. Like I just say, she's fine. I'll leave it at that. Um, this is the first match where I was like, "yo, this is just outright bad." Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so but, like this whole thing was like it exploded. I think almost way bigger than it needed to be, and it got like. It went to a lot of other places that I thought was very unbecoming of, of a lot of folks, and yeah. you know, I mean, I this just like, bad wrestling. Is bad, like I, if it's bad wrestling, is bad wrestling. I, I think you can call that out. Yeah, and I think if yeah. you leave it there, that's cool. Like, yeah. but it's just like, like I, I, I saw lot, that,
0: man. I saw that, um, Taya had to, or Taya tweeted out something about people were making comments about her appearance or whatever else, and I was just like, I'm sure she does get that. Um, I've never seen it because, you know, I don't tend to, you know, Twitter search her name or anything like that. But, um, if y'all are doing that, I don't, I just don't know what the fuck's wrong with y'all. Um, but so she's justified if she's getting that shit, she's justified to air out people saying, um, fuck y'all. Uh, I, I just have a hard time when it comes to what people respond to. As far as like the criticism and what like some of the valid criticism is and how people then turn that into justifying it, like everybody just haters. And it's like, well, it's it's social media. You always, you know, the shit you see is always been the most negative, toxic shit. So it's like they have no choice but to see it as these are all people that are fucking terrible people. So I, you know, so it is what it is. But like outside of those people being assholes, it shouldn't, you know, should be, you know, sent out of the spaces that we have to, that we get to interact with these people with. Like, we had a bad this match.
1: She needs to log this, off.
0: Yeah. She, it was a bad, it was a bad match. Both of them were bad. It is what it is. Not in the, the world. I've seen, I've seen Britt have bad matches before. Not in the, the world. She'll go out there and eventually she'll have a good match. So it is what it is. Um, It just wasn't a good night. Um, And I don't, I don't, and I don't really take it as anything on that. Right. And like, you know, I've said this for most of the year, like, I want I want a AEW Women's Tag Division, so I can just stick her there.
1: Then they cut to a sign um, that said <laughs> "Book the AEW Women's Division" better, and it like lingered there long enough for everyone to screenshot it. Um, I I don't know why that happened, but um, <laughs> I I um was that a plant? Man, look. Who knows? Like, was, was, was
0: Brett was? I'm uh, sorry. Was uh, were Brett and uh, Ty going out there doing their own heart? Were we going to go out there and try to stick up the joint on purpose?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know. Uh, but whoever held up that song, I mean, they're not wrong. They, like, they are not. <laughs> they're not wrong, but um, you know, it, it all comes down to if they care or not, and you know at this point I feel like if you're like hung up on that that's on you I I feel like they've told you loud and clear they don't really care so
0: yeah the thing the thing for me is this right um people can get numb to the part where like the quality of their women's division is what it has been this year or and quite frankly what the women's division has been major amores has been this year um how for me it's like if this shit sucks, they get to rip it to bits. And, um, like, if, if people are tired of hearing that it sucks, then I don't know what to tell you because like, all they're telling me is, all they're telling you is that water's wet. I, I don't want to, and you know, that's that saying. I know people are like, water's not wet, water gets wet. whatever. I'm not getting to it. But like, they're basically <laughs> saying like the obvious and it's like, why are you, I don't understand what upsets you about hearing the obvious every single week. Cause I mean, I go outside and I'm like, the sky's blue. I don't get, I don't get upset when people say sky's blue. It is what it is. Like, it's been bad. It's, if people say it's bad. I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's that's what it has been. And I'm tired of seeing the shit too. And I wish that, like, hey, um, nothing else is like this on the shows. With this kind of consistency. Like, either either do better or take the shit off. Like, there's no like if you're going to do it, actually do it. Don't do it just to, you know, get. High fives or whatever else, and get people off your ass, because like I mean, cause them, that's because
1: that's clearly what they're doing. Like right. was, was, was they, they, like, the and it was like couple the last couple of weeks, and it's like that shit where they sent Britt out there for ninety seconds to do a squash, and it was just like I feel like that was insulting almost. Like I, <laughs> I don't, I didn't have much of a problem with that because
0: like she had just lost a match, uh she had yeah. lost in the tournament or whatever else, and it was like, and also it was you know half the show, the show's cut not have because for the hour long double yeah. cage match or
1: double ring cage match so it, is, it was what it was um, and that didn't it was bother like me as that much that was supposed to be the justification like that was supposed to say oh if they say something we get the point to this like, that's where I'm like bro you should have just should just been like nah we good off this week I, I I feel like that would almost been more of a or, you know, or, they- or let Britt beat the piss out that woman right I mean, like, if, like
0: if like Brit Brit went out it went Tam Julia on her face with with slaps and shit and then and then dropped her uh with that with uh her finish, nobody would have complained. They'd be like, oh, she that's impressive squash. This is like some this is like some Brody Lee in uh Marco stunt type shit. That
1: they yeah. don't do that. Yeah, they don't they don't quite roll with that, but um yeah I, I look whatever the answer is. Either they'll figure it out, or they will continue to do what they're doing. We got the main event, Blackpool Combat Club, Lucha Brothers, and the best friends. Uh, this was chaotic, yeah. wild. Um, I don't even know if I like this match. I,
0: I like parts of it, but I wouldn't say it was great. Yeah, because it, it I was. was like, it, it felt like they were calling the shit in the ring as opposed to just, as opposed to like six people, three teams. Let's, you know have some stuff fully figured out hammered out it was, it was a lot of stuff where it's like you could kind of see like a mis- misorganization where they were going with stuff um but like it wasn't bad it was a good match but like I don't know I I don't necessarily want to see like you know two more of these in the next you know five weeks
1: yeah I, I I didn't really feel this one uh I know they were doing cool stuff in it but it was just like almost like not even like a why is this happening it's just like i'm looking for an angle to to kind of sprout up out yeah. of this whole the thing. only thing i
0: can really think of is like obviously they did the orange cassidy moxie yeah. thing earlier in the show for that and obviously you know with claudio and um and with pack obviously you have lucha, Bro, lucha bro's in in death triangle but like it feels like death triangle are like completely separated right now. Like they have no, they've had no interaction since Pac has came back. So it, so it, you know, while that affiliation is there and earned over the time that they've been together for so long, uh, Pack has been a, been gone for so long that it feels like he's not even with them. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, so it was, it was a lot of stuff. It was a lot of stuff. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't completely clean, but you know, it, it, I would say it was a good match.
1: Uh, so kind of like the big thing that happened was Orange Cassidy ended up coming out to confront Mox uh yep. kind of getting the um you know revenge for earlier Um uh, Brothers ended up getting the win after yep. you know Mox was won. occupied in the in the aisle uh I believe Casignoli got either distracted Uh, I think, and then it all broke out into a big brawl and they were all running it and they were like, oh, we just got an announcement of a three-way match with Trent Pentagon and Moxley, anything goes next week, so uh, all those lunatics are probably gonna, you know, have Trent's fucked
0: (laughs) 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 Trent's in there with Pentagon and fucking Moxley, he's
1: fucked (laughs) (laughs) like I know know Trent's a crazy man himself, but no
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying kayfabe wise, obviously what I mean you know, is like, yo, you know, it, it, that's rough. that's tough. That's tough, brother.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, and then uh we got Collision this week. Uh, I actually watched Collision uh first run. Uh, I was home not doing much, so I was cooking and I was like, oh, I might as well throw it on. Um and then opened with the ladder match uh Andrade versus Buddy Matthews. Uh Andrade with the new hair style kind of kind of new oh, the gear. Ponytail joint, yeah yeah, yeah the ponytail joint uh and then they had a very physical ladder match a lot of like big kind of bumps and guys like taking pain <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I i love this match i um i thought the pacing for it was excellent i thought that Uh, the way that they sold things to make things we like, for example, like when they, the first real big spot they did um, was Andrade throws him out to the floor, like by the big ladder and uh, Murphy, he bumps the ladder and gets it to wobble just a little bit so that the refs hold it in place because they didn't want it to fall and it then justifies the ref still holding it so that they can do the spot where Andrade jumps off of the apron onto the ladder and does the moonsault off the ladder. As opposed to, like, if they just did that without doing that little bump beforehand, you're like, why, does, why the fuck are the ref holding this ladder? It has nothing to do with it. It was like, no, it's was about to tilt, tilt over, like, 15 seconds ago. Like, so, they, I, thought, I thought their thought process to making everything make sense in this match was just brilliant. Like, this is the actual real storytelling. Um... And you know, obviously they did the you know the 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 crazy Andrade sunset flip bomb off the top of the fucking ladder of the yeah. bridge. It's nasty. Yeah. Um, they did I,
1: the, I heard people trying to say that you know this this is being ripped off from the women at Money in the Bank. I'm like, no man, nah, this man. is what Andrade was doing in like 2019. Like, right. try again, Moro right. Like, right, <laughs> right. Like, he
0: you saying he sam- you saying he sampled his own fucking beat. Oh, I'm sorry, like that's how, you're allowed to do that, right? He didn't got to pay publishing. Um, so then, uh, you know, there's also the spot where like, uh, they had a ladder bridge that was going from, um, on the other side, it was going from the ring to the, uh, announce table and like Andrade sets up to go for a spear. And then like, it ends up turning to like, uh, Murphy catches him and hits him with the deep, with a double arm DDT onto the ladder bridge. That was awesome. Like it was just so much good stuff. And then like the, uh, Julia was around. Julia's the reason why they, you know. Why they have the mask. Julia gets involved with the, Julia Hart gets involved with the, the chain, or sorry, the, uh, the handcuffs. The handcuffs, gets thwarted pretty, pretty fast. He puts Murphy in the handcuffs. He throws the handcuff key away. Um, and, re- and how Julia dropped the key by Andrade was also smart because, like, she was so shocked that Murphy got hit with the, uh, got kicked with the chair as uh, Murphy was charged with the chair, that, like she just dropped it to just go check on him. So that was believable as well as like, Oh shit, you're hurt. Let me go check on you. And I forgot what I, what I was doing and what I was holding. And Andrade gets it. He unlocks the key, puts Murphy into the thing. And then like the ball cutters come out immediately. Um, and he can't get the, He can't cut him fast enough. So like Julie has to climb up and everything or climb up. Andrade's back which makes him makes it believable that like, he doesn't just win immediately. It's going up at regular speed. Then he gets back into the ring um, and, you know, knocks off Murphy I'm sorry, uh, Murphy gets back into the ring and then um, climbs up and they go back and forth and he knocks him off, Andrade knocks off Murphy, then puts uh, Julia on the other side and shoves her off after taking a couple slaps and then wins like, I, I just thought I just thought the storytelling on it was just great, um, and I really loved this match and it was physical and I thought it was really thoughtful, really thoughtful I probably guess four and a half, I really enjoyed the fuck out of this ladder match, I really mm-hmm. did
1: yeah, uh, I I didn't have a rating or anything. I I didn't give it one, but um, I thought it was, I thought it was a good match. I thought they it was very physical. They they when they walked back, I would imagine they were sitting in uh, some ice or yeah. whatever <laughs> yeah. because they took it to each other. They so. were
0: chopping and striking, shove each other. And look, man, I you know, like every year, um, you know, there's best maneuver and and on the observer awards, or whatever else, and you know, you always see like. One Wing Angel, or uh, Stormbreaker, or like uh, Twilight, or uh, the Violet Screwdriver last couple years, like, whatever the, we never found out the name of this thing, whatever the name is of that kick, spin elbow thing that Andrade has done, like, since 2018, we need, he needs a name for that fucking thing, so it can be, it can get listed in top 10. That shit's <laughs> always awesome looking.
1: Yeah, um, so from there, um, <laughs> Tony Schiavone attempted to talk to Miro and then he was attacked by Aaron Solo of QTV and I immediately broke into hysterical laughter because I was like, wow. Miro's feud is QTV. Yep. If this don't tell it all, I don't know what will. Um- yep. <laughs> nice, get a nice little easy win. Um, you know, just like the rest of them, you know, when you, when you don't want to work with anybody or, you know, you don't want to lose anybody, you, we, we got to put you in there with people you can beat, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah, then it, all of a sudden Darby Allen came out, uh, in th- this night on collision, I'll, 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 uh, make an overall point. They was trying to throw the scent off, uh, tonight. I don't know if y'all noticed this. Whatever, like it was, they was doing the lucha trios matches. They was bringing Japanese wrestlers in. People from Dynamite were coming in. Man, I think this was the best episode of Collision so far.
0: Uh, I've seen three of the six. I would say this was the best one um, by a
1: mile. I'm, yeah. I'm like, man, like you know, like, like, damn. What, what, once they start doing the, you know, Rich. you know, once they once they start appealing to 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 what like the general AEW fan likes. It's amazing what can happen,
0: Rich. See, you. This is what you're saying. This is what I'll say. Um This show, while being the best down my show or being the best Clint show I've seen, is like very, very apparent to me that like they are running a skeleton crew for that what that what that roster is, Um and they have to outsource a lot uh, to keep this thing going on a week to week basis and. Like that's a part of this whole thing. Like CM Punk, and to a lesser extent, st- a far lesser extent of Mostly CM Punk, almost entirely CM Punk, is trying to cut, trying to talk himself into working with the rest of the main eventers because the rest of the main eventers have obviously frozen him out. There's no other way to con- come, to, uh, no other conclusion come to this. And like, bro, you you count all the main eventers in AEW, right? All of them are that dynamite crew. Or he's the only he's the only one the left. Jericho,
1: one like you know, he's part of the dynamite crew. Yeah, but from what, what what I was led to believe, like there was like you know, Jericho was was supposed to like he he offered to work with this guy or whatever. But you know,
0: well, if it, it ain't happened as, hap- as happened yet, then what does that lead me to believe? Somebody, like, one Steve of them to that shit anymore. down, right? So. <laughs> His, so his situation is he, so like you look at that, uh, the people that were like basically brought in Minoru Suzuki, Gravity, um, who else? There was a, um, who else I think? Darby Allen came in, right? You look at all these people. These are people that are not part of the quote unquote, the, the uh, collision the guys. The
1: core of know. the collision.
0: The collision guys. I mean, he's on, he's on his own fucking shirt now. The collision guys. And you're looking around, It's like, yeah, he ain't got that many of them. And yeah. it would behoove them to uh, pull their heads out their asses, or bridge whatever gap they need to try to bridge, or whatever else to make this show to and, where you can get the you know the pillars on here and swerve on here more far more often. Another part of it, like MJF has been on two di- two collisions. Adam Cole, this was his first collision I'm, I'm I'm aware of. Like you, they're not gonna be there next week. I don't think so it's like all right so we are basically bringing in
1: big bill and cage next week so like it's just like what i was what i was mentioning before when they're outsourcing these people they're outsourcing jobs also because like i think there's a like i i'm just gonna say it on collision it seems like there may be an issue with getting people to lose because look at miro for example right um you know, if someone's losing in a match, there's some bullshit behind it. Um, will they build it up and and let someone eventually lose at the end? Sure. But it's going to be in a two out of three falls match um, <laughs> after uh, three out of four weeks, uh, all trading back and forth. But I don't have a problem um, with that because like
0: J.Y. and Juice Robinson in the gun club appear to actually be a part of the crew. Mm-hmm. That's actually the Saturday crew. So, like, that's fine. That's that's collision on collision. But, like, I'm talking about like Sam pump, Ricky Starks, uh, Andrade, FTR, uh, House of Black, Miro. If I didn't say Andrade, Scorpio Andrade, Sky, Scorpio Sky, and then Thunder Rosa. And it's like, who else is an actual person that's a dynamite regular? You're going to see like we've seen MJF twice on dynamite, we've seen Darby twice on dynamite, but it's like everybody else, uh, more Joe, uh, is a regular own dynamite I would say at this point. But like but he's playing to ROH, but like it seems like everybody else, like that's like a roster of like twelve acts, I think, or less than that that I just mentioned, and then everything else is like getting filled in, and it's like Alright. This is not sustainable.
1: This is not sustainable. It, and, and, and you know, it it might be smart to try to not like antagonize like these these other people that—that's what I'm getting at.
0: That's what I'm getting at. Punk Punk realizes. Okay, so I feel like Punk has ostracized himself and the rest of the Man eventers, And he has done that, and they're in the Man I think Man of he's
1: trying to get back to Dynamite as soon as possible.
0: That's what I'm getting at. And the rest of that, and the rest—I mean, just by looking at it, it's like he has, you know, done what he's done, and the rest of the main eventers don't fuck with him or don't want to work with him or he don't want to fuck with them, work with them in whatever order toward like he's, he's the only one on that one that's a main, that's actually a main eventer. And he's on that show by himself and there's no other main event for him to face. So he's wrestling all these other guys that is like, okay, so like you're Cody now. It's on, we're about, we're only a few more months away from, from from him being Cody where it's like, he's a top guy, he's not wrestling really any of the top guys, what the fuck is going on, and it's a problem, that's good, they're going to, that people are going to click, quickly, quickly realize, and be like, oh yeah man, like we like Collision, and you know, it's basically like a better version of WWE, or more competent version of WWE, as a weekly two hour television show, but like, there's no stars, what the fuck, so, after you get through with all this, after some amount of time, people look around and be like, "Yeah, bro, that like seeing Punk's on there, that's a B show." And like when I'm watching them in Hartford or whatever else, and like that crowd don't pop until like the, the until the the big moves, um, or defying moves or whatever else, or like near falls. I'm like, yeah, that this they're in they're in WWE country right now, right? Like when when um, Stark said that Stanford line, the crowd rocked, rocked because they like know
1: crazy. Wh- they went crazy.
0: They went, cra- they went crazy because they know, or they didn't go crazy. They were like, ooh, because they know yeah, like, yeah. I'm on WWE, I'm on Stanford. So it's like, whatever, whatever fences need to be mended or whatever else or whatever they need to do to get like people like Swerve, Orange Cassidy, the pillars onto Collision, it'll look, it'll look less like how I feel watching it. But when I saw them bring out, you know, Suzuki and Gravity and I was like, on oh, whim, bro, this is, this like is outsourcing, bro. this is outsourcing jobs.
1: Uh, so I'm like, Manoros is, I was like, what he what is he doing here? I was like, it would have been nice for them to tell us about this ahead of time. Look, but, to um, be fair,
0: to be fair, he came out there and like, this is one of the worst reactions he's ever gotten in front of a debut crowd. But by the I time, wonder why. But, right, because like I said, it, it's, it's, it's Titan country, right? <laughs> but as that mass started going, he started chopping the shit out of Darwin, Darwin, Darwin selling, and they were like, oh, it was, and I, and I was like. Why is it that some Suzuki and uh, Tomohiro Ishii come out and they get one reaction when they come out, whatever it is, and then by the time the match starts going, and the match keeps going more and more and more, they get more and more over, and the match gets more and more over, because mother- and meanwhile, I got people telling me they don't get it. The crowd gets it, why don't you?
1: You don't want to get it. Thousands of
0: people get it every single time they come out, but you don't get it. Okay, all right. The problem is you. It's a you thing.
1: Uh, Darby breaks up the Kaze Ninare. Um, yep. And I was like, w- w- what is this, Darby? Why are you doing this? And half
0: a dozen people booed, the other half didn't know what the fuck was didn't going know.
1: on. Yep. Maybe he picked the right crowd to do it in front of. Yeah. There was no Suzuki incident this time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, this was also an excellent match. Yeah, it was. I, uh, yeah, like, and, you know... Like, when the fuck did we expect Darby Allen to just fight Minoru Suzuki out of nowhere? But
0: Rich, it's one of those things where you look up and you don't think about it because you're up by the shock of it. But once the match happens, it's like, of course they are going to have a great match. Suzuki ain't got to do much except for have the best facials in the business that he's had for years and just chop this this little dude and then put sleepers... it put sleeper holes on him or whatever else. As Darby bumps around and almost kills himself off the first uh, da- tope he took. Yeah. Because he he just dove head first like a missile in his head hit the ground because Suzuki didn't even realize what, he was already out the ring before uh, he turned around. Yeah, like, this match ended up working out very well. Um, and, like, at this point, I was like, hey, and that's I I mentioned. I was like, hey, man, Suzuki need to come stay over here. Like, you mentioned, like, Tamahashi and Ishii need to stay over He needs to stay over here, too, because, like, he can... He ain't got to do much because he's more charismatic and plays to the crowd better than almost anyone's ever done this. So he ain't got to do much, especially when they're in Connecticut. They're used to motherfuckers not doing much and being charismatic and making faces.
1: <laughs> um. So uh, Darby rolled back um, and, you know, while he was in. The, oh, this is
0: nasty. Sheamus Nova. Sheamus Nova.
1: Yeah, Nakamura was the blueprint. Yeah, you know. Uh, have Have you seen the Suzuki. sudden like Suzuki the last like two Nakamura? Have Have you seen like the sudden like last two years of of WWE fans like propping up Nakamura? Now I'm like, look, man, don't try this because like when oh they're doing the whole he,
0: thing. Look at what he look at all he's accomplished.
1: No, like he, like he's like, if he got a push right now, they would all be in favor of it. Like he's, I'm like, all right, man. The time Let's, for
0: that was 2017, brother. Like, let, exactly,
1: and, and we and we told y'all that, and y'all was acting like y'all ain't fucking get it. And but then rich, five rich, years later, rich, now,
0: rich, 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 remember we had we were fighting we were fighting an uphill thing with Sammy Zayn in 2016. Remember that, and they didn't get it. We were like, "What is there not to get? He's an underdog babyface. He's Daniel Bryan, who's or he, he's basically Daniel Bryan, who's taller with better with a better physique at the time. Why wouldn't? And Daniel Bryan's not here right now because he've, he's been shelved medically. Go with him right now. Years later, what happened? You know how they always say the cream rise to the top. Yeah, well, he's she's yeah. washed as an athlete now. So now it's time to it's like, fuck out of here, man. Like you guys, don't, <laughs> you you slow motherfuckers." Get
1: it! Get it when we say it! Understand it! like like It's not as hard to get! Listen to the show! Fuck! Jesus! Listen to Big Rich! Listen to Big James! (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Shit! (laughs) So, after the match, Luchasaurus and Christian Cage were on the screen. Christian Cage holding the belt. He said Darby looks ready for his shot at the TNT title, but look like you got issues elsewhere with Swerve with Fox, and you need to focus on that before all out. Um, and Kay said that the TNT title meant you know more now than when Darby had it. Darby's no longer qualified for this belt. Uh, it was pretty funny. Then yeah. we got a we got a hype video uh, with Tony Storm dressing like ass kicking Marilyn Monroe um she <laughs> how
0: in the fuck did bro i honestly thought marital Moreau this too as well uh, and i just i never i just thought it and just kept it moving that's crazy yeah.
1: oh she called her carl she the stupid cow and note called her a pandemic champion and said much like the pandemic you know we're glad it's all over uh um, i was like said, tony
0: tony it's it's not it's not over <laughs> it's yeah not over. it's not We're just pretending it is. It's not over. uh,
1: uh, uh, People are still
0: dying by the thousands.
1: A cousin of mine had just got over it for two weeks. Like, fuck. The other day, at least like? she, at least she's a heel. At least she's
0: a heel. So you'd be like, okay, she could lie, whatever else would be mean. Yeah. Whatever. But I was like, it's not over. I hope you don't really believe this.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, you were at the PC, so you might actually believe yeah. this. You know, you,
1: know it might be you, on you, were, you
0: were out there indoctrinated. They, 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 <laughs> they, send you, they flew you. Radicalized. To yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, you, you saw with, 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 with the PC, you get your property of WWE shirt, you get your church manual. Speaking, in <laughs>
0: of, since you since you brought it up to me the other day, so you hear anything about Tim Tebow being at the PC or is that or is that just
1: you know? I think that's just a regular get down, brother. Like that's uh, that's that's that's, that's right, the prep, for, right?
0: But that's but, the
1: prep for for the Senate race in about ten years,
0: Rich. But we've also heard that man talk before, and you you can't tell me that dude ain't no elite promo,
1: <laughs> bro. You, can... <laughs> bro. He I, it honestly, ain't too late just. This man He's might light. be bigger. look. He might be bigger than the game at this point. He <laughs> he might need to just go straight to the top. You know, why not run well, for president? I wouldn't say
0: that. What I would say is after the Sanders fucks fucks ends up, uh, you know, getting his ass kicked by Trump, it's time, <laughs> look, it's time for it's time for that twenty twenty six gubernatorial uh, race. We gon- Tim Tebow could be the governor Ge- could be the governor of Florida. And it big would not Tim. be hard for him. To, it would not be hard for him to be the governor. I've said this to Rich off air before. I could easily see him becoming a, a governor of Florida at one point if he wants to, and getting that public, a Republican uh, ticket, definitely or nomination, definitely.
1: Look, big Tim. You know? Oh God, you ready? You are ready?
0: Oh, <laughs> um, like the crazy part about all this shit is, like, I'm a Florida State fan. He was a, he was at Florida. They went they went undefeated. He went undefeated against Florida State. And all that kind of stuff. Like, I know what his politics were from day one, or whatever else. I don't dislike that guy. (laughs) I I don't dislike that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, so like, imagine, imagine if he, imagine if he ran. He would do, he would do damage.
1: I feel like I can kick it with Tim Tebow, kind of. Like, it's like, hey, man, we we just avoid a few subjects and then we'll be all right. I I feel like you have to avoid a lot more subjects than than you're
0: willing to admit. But the the point still stands. He will still make you feel good the the experience of meeting him. Like, he got the glow. He can do some fucking
1: damage, some real damage. Bro, it's like The Rock, but like, actually, (laughs) like, genuine, kind of. Like,. (laughs) <laughs> like, where if you met Tim Tebow, he would look you in your eye, he would talk to you, he would shake your hand, and it would be like, "I'm really fucking talking to Tim Tebow." Like, and he's, really it, like he would... he's really listening.
0: He's really listening.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: All right, let's move well, on. You, you heard the it first.
1: <laughs> you heard it first. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then uh Sabojo, uh came out, and they booked this match for one reason, James. Please tell the people.
0: Yes. Uh, you know, Gravity, he does the spot that we've been talking about, um, as you mentioned earlier in his match against uh pack where like he does like a slow motion walk as if he is like Neil Armstrong, man on the walk super slow. And it's one of those things that like once he gets over, it will catch on people will like it.
1: People um, will start mocking it in the crowd or mimicking it in the crowd.
0: Yes, yes. Uh so he does that against Joe, and um Joe runs him a couple times into the corners. And it happens, and then the third time they run him to the corners, he goes up and, um, and goes for a cross, diving across by the second rope. And, and Joe then proceeds to do his move out the way thing, but does the gravity walk out the way. And then he gets him up. some muscle buster. to win. This match was booked by Samoa Joe or Tony Khan, whoever else that was like, you know how Joe does that thing? Get him just to mock the gravity walk. And that was the only reason I smashed this book, just to do that spot to do do the gravity walk out the way of the of the crossbody, the 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 Harley race I'll move, except update the 2023 with the gravity walk. That's all it was. And I thought it was fucking uh, hilarious. It was because Smash didn't go long. It was just just to do that. It was just to
1: do that. It's over in the blink of an eye. Yep. Uh, Up next, we got CM Punk uh, out. He brought the bag out with him. Uh, He's with Tony Schiavone. Um, He don't. He said a lot um, yes. <laughs> to say to say it lightly. So like uh, he began with taking like these these thinly veiled shots, as we mentioned earlier, kind of at like people that weren't making the towns or whatever. A lot of people were trying to figure out what he was talking about. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, the a big topic of conversation being on the show last week. You no, know, Matt Jackson was on vacation in Hawaii. Um I believe Nick Jackson was also on vacation, um, and there were a lot of people not booked or whatever, and it's like, if you're not booked, why the fuck do you need to show up? <laughs> um,
0: Rich, you got to remember, this is the
1: AW locker room.
0: People get real mad when you're not booked for stuff, but you don't show up to TVs. Bro,
1: I was like, all now,
0: right. They be, they be insisting that you check in. Bro, and I don't be talking about Tony Khan or anybody that is a part of the producer or any of that. I mean about the fucking wrestlers want you to check
1: in. I'm like, all right, bro, like they can't go on vacation after after the big physical blow off match they did. Like 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 what? Like So like when I heard that I was like, All right, he's at it again. Yep. And then it it, you know, it snowballed from there. Um he then declares himself the real world champion. He yep. goes on this um like kind of long story about you know the letter X Five and, you weeks know, too everything. Late. Yes. Okay. So like <laughs> now thank you. So like he's already lost a Ricky Starks before. Yep. Um yep. like I said that whole thing got blown up. Pulls out the belt, um, has a he spray paints uh the X over the belt over the directly e on the, of e. the belt. so like it's like a double entendre obviously right. And the whole thing is played... He's not saying these things to, like, yeah, I'm talking about the elite. He's saying these things, like, if this is my character, like, this is... The the X represents this, or whatever. But then you see, like, the action, and it's like, hold on, guy. Like... I'm not dumb. Who are, are I'm people not that, are denied, that would deny this? Are they just are people like just fucking? You know Go who would on, deny man. this? Look, like, like, so, like, it was like el- the plausible deniability of it is basically the get out of jail free car. He's not talking about them. You're just crazy. Like that's. I don't. That's I, don't of, I don't. I
0: don't. These people aren't engaging in good faith. Yeah, they're they, not.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, I see that, and I'm like, great. I was like, this company could bear, and the fans could barely handle an actual interim belt. Now we have <sighs> a fake real world champion running around now that has already lost a match. I'm like, I see this, and I'm just like, great. Like, we're, great. Here we are. Then um, it basically, like you know from there it spirals like with the with the spray paint and all that and I'm like yeah. I'm just looking at it I'm like alright whatever and then Ricky I starts fucking love out. this. I, I, I was fucking howling the whole time he's it like, was compelling the, the, it, way, the way he put it together like right. you know obviously you can talk he, and everything. he's brilliant
0: and the, and the reason why I was so good because like all the stuff we're discussing right now is like because it's popping me because like I'm like he's such an asshole and it is letting him be an
1: asshole yeah, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> so, so, so cool. who I'm like I'm like, why would you do this? Like, I was like, why would you allow, like... All right, whatever. And, like, and, you know, Rich,
0: we talked about this. Like, all he's doing, is he's trying to feed... He's trying to feed... Or he's trying to, like, make the elephant in the room bigger and bigger and bigger till Tony Khan says, Hey, fuck that. You're working with him. I said... Because I said so. Otherwise, I'm suspending you for, for insubordination for, like, six months. Like, that's, that's basically where he's trying to get at. Like, he's trying to make this so unavoidable that they have to do this stuff. Because, as I mentioned... All the fucking main eventers want don't want to work with him or or don't are aren't in programs with him, and it's for some it's for either his doing or their doing that there's not happening. So he's trying to force their issue by booking all by by saying all this stuff to get the crowd riled up into being like I can't turn this down. This 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 will be hotter than anything I got going on. And he's probably right when it comes to this, but they don't Tom care. about
1: the adult in the room no, and all that right, right, stuff, right.
0: but he doesn't care. Be, uh, sorry, uh. But, um, those guys don't care because they don't want to work with him. They're standing on, they're standing on principle. They're standing on principle. I don't, and look, they ain't got to work with him. They ain't got to work with him if they don't want to, right? Like this ain't WWE where you're forced to work with any old asshole you don't like at work at your job. So this is what it is. He's going to continue to poke this bear, hoping that they'll eventually, you know, get over it or be like, fuck, this will be hotter than anything I'm doing right now. I may as well go over there and do it or whatever else. And we're going to see how long this game going to go before somebody brings their ass over there to um, a Saturday. Whether it's Daniel Bryan or Jericho or somebody that's, you know, close to the fire like a, you know, like a Claudio Moxley or or some member or Adam Page or whatever else. We'll see. But I got to say, as he's doing, you know, he's, he's setting up his program while poking those niggas, I thought it was hilarious. Because I'm like... He's so fucking good. He's cutting. He's basically cutting uh, a promo for two programs at the same goddamn time.
1: Yeah, I was, that, I was, I was, compa- what, I was like completely fucked up and
0: compelled in all this. I was like, he's so fucking talented. He's, but he's such an asshole. <laughs> it's
1: like, yeah, I, I saw this and I was like, when the Ricky part came out. So like the the crowd is probably is probably smart to point out the crowd reaction. He comes out and he's getting cheered. And then, like it starts, you know. He, nah, he,
0: he Rich, he's Rich. I had the headphones on. There was there was always a uh, there was always a significant amount of booing while it was okay. happening. I,
1: I didn't it, have the it, headphones. It, did, it was so. it
0: was it was it was not a it was he was not the full on hero. He was getting mixed reaction, like he has been getting. You know, the throughout the whole situations coming back.
1: It, but he, but he definitely threw in like the the cheap pop home lot yeah. or the cheap pop yeah. joint. He's with Shivani, unveils the steamboat thing later. Then they bring Ricky Starks out. So he said, "All right, uh, you know Ricky's beating me twice." And then Punk goes on about cheating and crying uh, about it. He said, "It's not about what's in the bag; is that he's left holding the bag." So Bernie has to carry because there's a dog in the room. Da da da. Uh, he then opened it up, uh, did the x ray paint thing, mm-hmm. and then no one said, No one's beating him for the title. His blood's still on it, which means he's still the real world champion. I'm like, Great. Let's start applying this logic ar- around now. Right. We've got to. First gotta, off,
0: <laughs> your blood was spilled in a match that you're talking about that wasn't the title match. You're talking about a dog collar match.
1: Um, He's not talking about. No, no Moxley. He, bled, he, he he bled in that Moxley match. Right, he wore rich, those pink yeah, pants. And... right. But rich. His first,
0: his first promo back. He was talking about MJF. Yeah, he was talking true. about Moxley. So, that's like, true. Yeah. so he he didn't. You know, obviously he didn't say names, but like, I'm in, in my mind, he's still talking about MJF because MJF is the canonical fake world champion, and he oh, beat yeah. him, and,
1: and and he's bringing that thing too. That's, that's also like someone else he's added into this thing. Yeah. So Ricky Stars came out. Without his music, then he you said, all right, listen, y- y'all better act like y'all y'all seen me or whatever. And then like, like, I'm going to do my interest again.
0: Yeah. He wants to pop after he's ruined it. Yeah. Like,
1: this is more. I'm not even going to go into it. I don't, I don't um,
0: know. I don't know why they did it like that. I, I don't. Yeah.
1: He said, whatever Punk claims is his, Starks is owed it because he's beaten him twice. From his vantage point, he's the world champion and the face of collision. And I immediately cringed. Yeah, Um, I don't give
0: a fuck about the face or whatever else. Like, that's that's a promotional thing or whatever else. Like, who wins the most matches? Who are the champions? Because they're the best. Like, uh, you know, I'd be more concerned about who's the ace than
1: the face. Wouldn't you? Then we got the split chance, Ricky's title, CM Punk. Um, Punk basically requests a special guest referee. Stark said it don't matter who it was, whether it's Dave Prazak, Julio De Niro, or an old friend from Stanford. Crowd, woo, he says Stanford. Um, He's going to beat Punk again. Um, At this point, I fucking knew somebody from. Uh, 2005 Ring of Honor was coming out at some point. I thought it was going to be Chris Hero but it was not. Um, <laughs> uh, after that, Punk says he accepts the challenge uh, for next week for Collision. So these boys getting sent out there to um, fight the good fight against SummerSlam. Gotta say, I think I'm watching SummerSlam. Um... I don't know if I'm going to watch either one of these live, but whatever. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Punk tells Shivani to tell Starks uh, who's going to be the uh, guest referee. So Shivani unveils that it's going to be My Ricky Dragon Steam quote. And I was like, huh? And mm-hmm. then immediately it was like, yeah, he refereed a match for Punk and Ring of Honor in 2004. And... Um, I saw a clip going around where like, CM Punk like, ran like a spot with Ricky Steamboat. And Ricky Steamboat, this is five years before he did the thing with Jericho. So he's even okay. in better condition and mm-hmm. shape. He comes off the fucking top rope uh, and ends it with a high cross body at the end of it. It's really quite amazing that he was that great um, into his you know 50s and all that. But The last time I
0: remember seeing, that I can remember seeing, I may have seen him, but the last time I remember seeing him, uh, Steamboat, he chops somebody and the chops still look good. So yeah um, I don't think obviously he's he, he's there's far less he can do now than even in two thousand uh was that two thousand nine? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, um it, it's Greensboro. He's a legend. And I yeah. and I remember you messaged after I said the, the, the Steamboat thing you mentioned me saying like they CM Punk's out here getting these mixed reactions and bringing out maybe the the, the purest baby the, face of all time.
1: <laughs> I fucking hell yes. Yeah, I was like, I was like, so like they're about to like they're essentially standing him next to CM Punk to like it's like bro, like uh, it's like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's like pick a pick a side, pickle, and then Ricky Stars doesn't help this because as we mentioned, he's a heel that's going to get cheered yeah. because he's charismatic. He yep. can talk, he can hold his own, and, and, and I think he, I think he got the better of Punk in this. Yeah, face to face,
0: and also the thing is like if. A lot of people like Ricky Starks, rightfully so, because we talk about how talented he is, and how charismatic he is, and how gifted of a talker he is, right? And he's been around a lot, um, and he's a good wrestler. Is he a, an elite wrestler in elite wrestling? Probably not, but he is a he is a more than competent wrestler on the roster. So, like, he has equity built with a lot of people, you know, dating back all the years he's been in the company. Um, so. Like, if you are one of the people that are going to these uh, collision shows, and you side with the elite and you are booing CM Punk, oh, we rockin' with Stark. We're rocking. we rock we rocking with Starks easily. It's quick. I can, You know, if you're one of the people in Punk when you hear that, and then da then you start boo. Ooh. Ricky, Ricky stars come out. Yeah, get him, Ricky. Get him. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's so like. The whole thing about him being a cool heel or whatever else, uh, those are valid. But like because they're both guys they and get mixed reactions because of the dynamic between them, um, I think it's going to work out. Like it's going to get, is going to be turned into like CM Punk going to get booed and cheered, Ricky Starks is going to get booed and cheered. When they get to the you know the, the boo yay stuff, whatever else, you'll get the back and forth. C- Ricky Starks, CM Punk. I, it's going to be that. It's going to be a lot of that um so whatever man like just hope the match just hope that ricky can hold up his end of the bargain because punk isn't as good as he w- hasn't been as good as he w- has been since um he came back like so um you know if they go out there and have a four-star match um i would be surprised but they're they, gonna have, have they're, to they're win gonna have a, win a win hot win. crowd because it's greensboro
1: yeah Uh, I think Dave gave their last match four stars, and that might be one of the worst four-star Dave ratings in the history of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Um,
0: (laughs) I didn't see the match, so I can't speak on it.
1: um, We got a video package uh, highlighting MJF and Cole in their last month uh, before they went to FTR. Then we got Bullet Club Gold against Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and El Iho Del Vikingo. I was like, man, you know, we got... we got matches with with three. We have three different matches with Mexican wrestlers in them. I was like, "Man, this is this is quite a different look for Collision." Yeah, yeah. Um.
0: So this match was fun while it lasted. Uh. But the only thing I really remember, yeah. like, as thinking, like, really highly of, was the spot they did with Vikingo. Basically, does like a they do the base like the canopy or canopy shoot. Moon off the corner to the three guys in, um, on the floor. Uh, that was super impressive and also super risky. And like, well, I can't go. Please, please don't fuck around and get yourself killed trying to get over in America. Don't do that. You, there's enough. There are plenty of things you can do in your bag that don't involve you risking yourself in that kind of way. And you still get over because you're excellent. Don't, don't, don't do it. We are not worth
1: it. Well, if you're gonna do that shit, do it in front of a crowd that appreciates you. That yes, shit on dynamite, like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. oh. terrible, terrible, uh, yeah, not not Monterey, you know, not 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 none of that. Terrible. Know.
0: This man you trying know, to say, you know, man, say, you you know, say know, that. Shit. Rich Irishman, say that shit for the loose. <laughs> you know, say that for the
1: <laughs> Terrible. First two hours. You know. <laughs> oh man yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be funny out of, out of all the shows that uh that i'm gonna go to and hey, be able to hang out at what a what a combo what a what an evening that's gonna be i, I can imagine <sighs> boy we're
0: gonna find out that we're gonna find out for real they listen to eight, two, one issue radio we gonna find <laughs> out we're gonna find out real fucking soon ain't we <laughs>
1: oh young trip you missed that
0: <laughs> Go yeah <ahead> and- <laughs> uh you have to get the podcast and listen to the first uh the beginning of the show we talked about that
1: yeah um, um mercedes martinez versus Kira hogan um i w- i noticed one thing about this match actually a few things about this match um i think you know what like i noticed or no yes of course okay um but i also noticed like they did the i think they did the spot that brit and taya fucked up like in the first like like 30 seconds of the match like they like there was a
0: casadora spot yeah
1: yeah i was like was that what they were trying to go for like and then they were like show oh we can actually do that like that's
0: brit and taya can
1: do it too they just fucked it up that's all yeah I, my, my I don't think brain I, is just, I don't. You know. I
0: don't think that Mercedes or Kira have smoke with those two that I was aware of to where they would do that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm, who, not, I'm who, not.
0: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not starting know, here. Who knows but, who that click is like? Is pissed off backstage uh, uh, since the reign of terror over the last like six seven months. So who knows? Who knows? When did uh, when did show up? Was that November or December?
1: She showed up at last. Um, Last New York show, she showed up. At, she showed up at a Grand, Grand slam? slam. Wow. Yeah.
0: Time does not fly when you're not having fun. Yep. All right. Yep. All right Mercedes so ended up getting the
1: win months. over Kiera Hogan. This was solid. Oh. Yeah. Um. And then like um, there was like an angle after the match where Statlander ran out for the save. Uh, Martina is like she's uh, <laughs> bailing out, and then Statlander like turned around. She dropped Statlander. Then Will and Nightingale made the save, and yeah. it was just more. And, and, she didn't get, and she didn't get dropped because she's not a dummy. Turns her back to
0: somebody, and just attack somebody.
1: Oh, uh, she's she's done that before.
0: I, t- I'm talking about today. Why are you bringing up all the shit? You're right, though. You are right. You are right. She has she's come along. Yes, she's learned. Yes. Ruby you Ruby know. got her. I remember. Yes, I remember Ruby yeah.
1: turner. Yes, I remember. Then we got the AEW World Tag Team Title Match: FTR taking on Adam Cole and MJF. And man, this was a great match until yep. the end, I think. Um I I thought this was like um yeah, FTR came out, lots of baritone, uh low registering sounds. The champs um, came out and got booed.
0: Like they, they look. They- Obviously, they were mostly getting booed because of people, how much people like this um, Better Than You Bay tag team or whatever else. And another situation where we predicted it rightly is like, how many more times are there going to be another team that comes out of nowhere that gets put together that's more over an FTR, right? It happened. Amazing. Again, Why MJF is a dirtbag heel, right? It happened. Uh, but what I will say is that CM Punk affiliation is not helping them Not nan bit.
1: Is this like, this is like one of the all-time backfires, like... That's, that's ever happened right I like, mean, they, get, they get to go out there and have their, their main events
0: or whatever else yeah. that they never would have done in Dynamite because they're not old enough to get main events on Dynamite like that unless they're t- stapled to the Young Bucks or the Lucha Bros or uh, uh, hangman and, and Adam or in Omega but um, so like for them to be able to get their long matches, or whatever else if that makes them happy good for them or whatever else uh, they get featured all the time um, sure that it worked out for them my concern is, I same thing with CM Punk. You're on an island. It seems like you're on an island of your own, of your own making. Um, obviously, I don't think he has kind of heat to CM Punk. I don't think they have nearly the same amount of heat to CM I Punk. I think FTR
1: does. can work with anybody in the company. Second? I, I I think FTR can work with anybody in the company. The right, choice right, right. is, like, is, is yeah. like, do they want to? Like, do yeah, they. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Do that's, they are they able to do this without feeling like guilty or they sold someone out or I don't know. Look, one day the, 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 the FTR CM Punk blow up will happen. Right. And I feel like it could be as easy as something like, yeah, uh, they want us to work with them. Like, hold on. We got to turn this down. Like, (laughs) because
0: of your ass, like that, um, you know what? That would be, that would be the play. Like yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna do, we're gonna do Young Bucks, FTR, and Wembley, and then yeah. Punk will be stuck wrestling like fucking I don't know. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Stars Part Three. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be a brilliant press chess play by the Elite if they did
1: that. You like you petty bitches, y'all
0: so good at this, y'all better at this than them, Damn. bro. But anyway,
1: but yeah, like hold on, I like how you bring that up. What would be the better play? Like yo, FTR if you're the bucks right like yo we'll work with you we'll even put you over at Wembley yeah it would be like we we're we'll show we'll do business will it yeah <laughs> Or, good, but but or the thing just is, but beat them and fuck them. <laughs> given given what they did with their
0: free agency thing and all that teasing that they were going to go, and no one for a second believe they with a brain believe they were going. Like, they're not good at this. They don't know. They don't understand what's happening. So, if like the Young Bucks did that, they'd be like, "Oh, cool. We'll have our match. Obviously, we put over. We'll be quote unquote deemed as the best tag team of this era, whatever else, without realizing what 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 they have. What not, actually
1: happened?
0: Yeah, they wouldn't even realize what happened. You know what? Yeah, just just gotten, just, just, just like, it, it, look, obviously, as you mentioned, they don't have nearly the amount of heat that with the locker room that uh, CM Punk does. But, like, the problem with what feels like what we've seen out of the first six weeks of Collision is that, like, the same, similar thing, like, there is not many 2v2 two two tag teams or two person tag teams on Collision, like, to my knowledge that I can think of. We got ourselves FTR. We got ourselves the two bullet club gold teams. That's it. Like, so, um, they're going to have to make them. They're going to have to figure out how to like in source in in, like quality programs to build towards for pay-per-view as opposed to, you know, bring in whoever we wrestle them that are also really good. And we just add to our match guide for the week.
1: Yeah. Um, because see because
0: quiet is kept like the thing what makes or sorry the thing that makes FTR great isn't that they're a great tag team just in all slots on the card what makes them great is they're great at big matches they're not they're, they're, the ones that are just like plug and play not so much the matches that are the quote-unquote built to marquee things you want to see that's where they excel at there's nothing wrong with that but just the you, every week we go out here and we just wrestle just randos. That's gonna, that's not gonna, that's not what's gonna keep them, you know, where they've been the last few years as you know, um, in a or since they got the AEW is them wrestling guys that they built towards matches to do you care about?
1: So people definitely cared about this match, they wanted MJF and Cole to win, yes. Um, as MJF
0: thing. is trying to kick uh Dax in the dick left and right throughout the whole entire match, this amazing, this would look. There's a reason why this happened in Connecticut because it was Connecticut psychology. <laughs> it was we don't care, we don't care if he cheats or whatever else. We just want
1: the people that we want to win to win. Amazing. Um, I saw this and and it was thought, awesome. I, it was still I awesome. thought they were working. I, I thought everybody worked like pretty hard in this match. Uh, we got the T-shirt versions of Better Than You, baby. Yeah. Uh, if they weren't winning the it, it match, double. they were definitely double, leaving with something.
0: Well, it was it wasn't the Better Than You, baby shirts It was the double clothesline shirt.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Double yeah. no clothesline got two shirts. shirts. Now. Got got to make sure you model those and encourage people to to, to go uh, pick them joints up. So um, I want to know, right? Who was
0: it? Like, was it Adam Cole? Was it M? Or was it MJF? Was someone backstage? It was a Tony Connors hub that said, "Hey, man, we're not blowing you up to go right now to do this. We got we got merch to sell. After all, they joked that we're a t-shirt company. We got t-shirts to sell selling this bullshit."
1: <laughs> yeah, might as well go to that. Let them rustle the so. I, I love the match. The,
0: I the love end. the match. I love how they set up towards like you know, as as you mentioned, like the stuff with Dax and with um, MJF going back to when the Pinnacle walked out on MJF going to last week when they did the you know talk about Dax you know being a my daughter my family merchant getting to uh you know them at the beginning of the match and they're all trying to you know and mjf's trying to kick him in the nuts to like they get him in mjf at the end and then it turns into like it's a heated thing like i thought it was all well told um throughout the buildup of this and throughout the match um i you know it, it was really, really good. And also I liked the part where it's like, they were like, it, it happened on the end, but like the fourth time when they finally won, like this was, that was like the fourth time the FTR pulled the trunk or grabbed the trunks on pinfall. Cheating. They were cheating too. Like they, they all, it was four. It was a match of four scoundrels. And only one of them had any bit of uh like dignity in Adam Cole. The rest of them were like, we got bad history. We don't care how we beat them. Fuck the, fuck that guy. Fuck the other side. And three of them were trying to cheat any way they could to win. Cole's the only one
1: that didn't. And then MJF kind of goes into this thing. They basically said, if we win, I'll give you the tag team or the world title match to Cole. But it looks like Cole's, like, done for. Like, he's about to get put in a shatter machine. Pushes Cole out the way. Yep. And then, like, he kind of, like, uh, counters it, essentially. And then rolls up. He ends up getting rolled up, but it looks like he take to me. It looked like he took a dive or whatever, um, to where it was like, all right, like in order to not have to give you this shot, I'll lose the match on purpose or whatever to uh, protect that. And it just it just looked weird to me. Like it, it, it just I don't know if that was MJF not being smooth or something I like think that. It or was not
0: being smooth. I don't think he, I don't think. He- I don't think he's 4D Chessing that bad because he could just he could have just let Adam Cole die. And, and he still wouldn't have to give him that title shot because they didn't win.
1: True. Um, they pin him. Yep. Roll him up. Dash- Cole held the tights. Yep. I saw that. I was shocked. I was like, all right. Um, on the same show, they do the real world champion thing. MJF. I didn't have MJF doing a job on my sheet. Um, here <laughs> I was shocked by that, um, and I was like, well, "That's not that's not how I expected this to go." Um, then after the match, a lot of overacting, and Adam Cole grabbing the belt, handed it to MJF, saying, "It's not your fault. Uh, we lost as a MJF, team." It's MJF fake crying. MJF with the fake crying. Um, acting like he wants to turn on the guy. Cole turn around, just do it, man. Like basically, the the just turn around like he's sting, uh, handing somebody the bat or something.
0: Well, it was like, and- well, basically he had um, from what I thought the camera shot was great because it, it caught like okay, he gave him the space, he gave him the belt. He's given him the opportunity to turn to turn on him if he wanted to, and like Adam Cole actually really likes the guy now and is like. I know this fucker is still a piece of shit. And is going to turn on me. So he hears a crowd like pop because he's set up like he's about to do it. And, he, and like Cole's like, "Wow, I, 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 I knew this was going to happen. I've given him the opportunity to do it, and I was hoping he proved me wrong. But he's about to fucking do it. And fuck! All right, I'm gonna have to go chase this dude down to the ends of the earth. And then the crowd. And then MJ throws down the belt after time passing and he's like. You know, he puts up his arms like, go ahead, do it. And he didn't do it. And he's like, oh, shit, he didn't do it. And he's like, then they hug. I thought it was a happy moment. It, and it was like one of those things where it's like this This continues the story to where it's like everyone thought that, like, the trigger is getting pulled tonight. Everyone thought
1: would have been nice.
0: Everyone thought the trigger was getting pulled tonight. This well. now gives them the time to, like, pull it in a week or in two. And then, like, you're, quote, unquote, like, caught off guard. And you're going to be more pissed that it happened because you actually want these two to stay together. It's so it's gonna be more gutting for whoever turns on whoever else when it happens. So I I liked it in that sense. I did. Um, I thought
1: this was way too long. I thought this was. Oh, it did last too
0: long. They stayed on and after they after they came together and hugged, they both stayed on the camera. So like at that point after that, I was like, Okay, so Cole's about to super kick to him, right? And they and then they go around each other and take pictures for to all four sides of the ring, and then they go off, and I was like, Oh, you bastards. I thought I was going to turn. I was I like,
1: thought- what the fuck? Like, I'm like, all right, bro. Like, Wembley Stadium is coming. Like, um, there, there's a, there's big shows fucking coming. Like, set something up. Do something. I was like, no, MJF just does a the job. They hug each other and, and spend three or four minutes Rich. doing it. Rich, what I'm I am like,
0: say is this. What
1: send I- this shit to Friday nights. What, like, what I-, I don't. <laughs> Rich, what I will say is this. Send this shit to Fox. Like, I don't.
0: What I will say is this. uh, All in is, what, the 27th, 28th? Yeah, that is still that is still four weeks away, so they still have time. I just think that people, um, I if they do it three weeks ahead of time, set up the match, it'll be perfectly fine. Uh, I just think that a lot of people want the matches announced for shit now, and it's like, well, what's the rush? Like the uh, the tickets are all
1: mostly sold. I guess like building excitement among the, among the fans like the biggest show ever is coming and you're like, not treating it any different than like a regular fucking, a regular pay-per-view, a fighter fest, a blood and guts, a a a, a beach break like <laughs> like it's it's all getting treated the same and I think this is like a you know we have got I, 200 episodes of dynamite now, right? Yeah. And lots of evidence that AEW I think struggles at making things feel bigger. And it's like, well, if you dedicated like two or two minutes a night or something like having people talk about Wembley Stadium coming like the biggest like show like like hyping it up. And a lot of this is like this is the main angle now kind of like it is now like,
0: it is the main angle in promotion now that uh, the elite versus uh, BCC is done with. Yeah,
1: right. So it's like, all right, the, how long are we going to wait for this domino to fall to get the ball rolling on like the rest of the shit? So it's like that's where i'm like all right man um what are we waiting for like let's get it going like this would have been like i would have think you know a lot of, I, I would think they're going to do a good number for a collision tomorrow like and then dynamite last week it was like all right there was no elite so it was a lot of like this whole week i was like i feel like time was was, was wasted almost
0: Um, for the promotion of all in, I can see, I can see your points on that. I just don't think that given how they tend to, to, uh, book this stuff, I feel like they know that the formula is we move our pay-per-views and last two to three weeks and Mm -hmm. like we, we build it up five weeks ahead of time. We'll blow through all the shit we plan on doing to build towards our biggest matches. People already have, have a general idea of what the matches are, or at least the general match, what one of the matches are. We can get to it in the next seven days. Now, if they get to, now, if they go through this television this week, if they get through, you know, dynamite collision and rampage this week without announcing something, then I'll be a hundred percent with you. But I I just think like you normally don't get this kind of shit with them until three weeks out anyway. So I'm not really tripping over it, but I get what you're saying. Like it's your biggest show ever. Maybe try to, you know, maybe try to push this shit over to 85,000 or whatever else, but. You know, once they announce these, once they announce these matches, the card is just gonna move regardless, and they've already sold like damn near eighty thousand tickets anyway.
1: Yeah, um, and then like you know, all Out was right after that, <clears throat> so it's like yeah. I feel like there's can a we, lot of shows coming, so it's like can we call that all?
0: <laughs> you know how they call it the WrestleMania backlash now? Yeah, <laughs> that shit gonna that gonna be all in all out. <laughs> All in, all out. (laughs) That should have to be Rematch City, probably. Either Rematch City or B-Show pay-per-view. Man. That's another thing. Look, now, you know what? Now, on retrospect, now thinking about it, now that you just mentioned this, like, we don't, like, we don't know. Are we sure this pay-per-view or not, all in?
1: It is, yeah.
0: Okay, okay. All right, never mind then. Um, I would say, like, because at first they were talking, like, maybe that's, like, a show that they just won... Um, it's like a BR app live, like how they do, like you know, like fighter Fest and, and shit. And I was like, I don't know about that one, but no. yeah. Um,
1: I'm like, yeah. man, you got two, like I don't know, man, like you got two fucking pay per views this month, like yeah. we are just waiting to fucking yeah. try to sell them. I mean, like, I don't... look, if, look, if
0: that shit turns out to be, you know, Adam Cole versus, versus versus MJF in Wembley, and then like next week they go back to MJF and, and Punk in Chicago, like. it's it's shit won't matter. It'll be fine. It'll all be fine because those would be the hot, those would be the hot ass things. But, um, we'll see. Like they got to start announcing shit this week. I would say it had to be this week because it's more, it's more in line of how they do this shit. Um, so I wasn't really sweating it, but you you are right. Like if it is your biggest show, you should probably jump the gun jump it, you know, a couple weeks earlier than what you normally do.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Besides that, don't have too much else.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess it's in the show, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, that's in the show, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you are watching from the stream, uh, you can go to Big Rich's Cash App. You can go to Big James's PayPal. You can donate there. If you're listening from uh, this from the podcast, you can. I'm oh, sorry, on the stream, you can do that. If you're listening from the podcast, you can go to our Red Notes link in the show notes and go there to donate and listen to other shows on the network besides One H Radio. You have Keeping a Strong Style, the Rick and Clyde Rusting Show, Gorman Watches Shit. The Great Consequence Podcast, uh 8-bit suplex, all things elite, meet the press slam, get in the ring, great mass generator enrich.
1: The wrestling disaster. The wrestling
0: disaster. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace.